Hi everyone, this is Raven and Campbell from Musicals, and we'd Hello. like to talk to you today about a nonprofit music education group that we are partnering with. Yep, we'd like to talk to you about Education Through Music. They partner with under-resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children. And they utilize music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement, motivation for school, and self-confidence. Exactly. So they work with 52 different partner schools throughout New York City, um, and they work with them to institute sustainable music education programs by hiring qualified teachers, matching them with the school, and really equipping the teachers with the tools to succeed and be able to provide quality music education to all of the students attending that institution. So we think, you know, from this podcast, we think it's incredibly important to provide music education to all children, um, that everyone should have access to it to help, you know, really instill those lifelong passions that have been so influential for Campbell and I. So we believe that supporting this organization is the way you can support our podcast. Yep. And you can do so by going to p2p.onecause.com slash boozicals. Again, that's letter P, number two, letter P dot one cause dot com slash boost and yeah you can really uh help these kids if that's what you're into support the youths okay. shut up that's don't <laughs> don't don't patronize me really. okay uh, i don't need you enjoy the episode i'm done with this <laughs> This dick, <laughs> Shut up. Wow. That's a, that's a hell of an opener. Uh, oh, so is that with what we're that, doing? <laughs> welcome back, listeners. Yikes. <laughs> you chose to let those words come out of your mouth, so. We like to have fun here. Just, yeah, apparently. How are you doing, Raven? <laughs> um, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I went Don't hiking. lie to me. I'm very tired. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm doing well, though. I just am tired. In but I'm, spite of. Yeah, I'm. I'm just tired because like I went on a really long hike this morning. With, well, I guess really long because he's still untrained. So there was a lot of you know wrestling going on. Um, but he, we had a really good time. So good. it was just uh, a lot of physical activity. My body is tired. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys? Um, grad school is tough. And I am tired. <laughs> I feel that. And yeah. that's why, why we're pouring glasses of wine today. What about you, Lorenda? Oh, uh, yeah, Lorenda. You did this last time. <laughs> okay. So we are welcomed back by my workplace acquaintance. Um, environmental engineer extraordinaire. Uh, lead alto oh of a former God. choir. Oh, I hate telling you stuff about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Said last week, I was like, I'm going up. <laughs> uh, the smart kid. Um, Lorenda, how you doing? <laughs> I am doing okay. I feel the tired sentiment because I... Uh, we've been exhausted. Yeah, I feel like, like we mentioned previously, we're back in person now. And I feel like reality kind of hit home this week. And just like trying to get back into the new schedule. So I'm tired too. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. yeah but. Um, but with that, we're so glad that you came back for this two parter episode. But before mm-hmm. we talk about that, uh, Raven, what have you been listening to this week? Oh, I've been boring this week. I've been back on my Hamilton kick. Ugh. But something that I've Shout been out doing... to Kelly McCauley, my mother. She's talking about Hamilton again. <laughs> I have to mention my mom every single time. 
Why? You're welcome. She just wants me to. <laughs> um, but in this time, because I've been listening to the soundtrack so much, I'm doing something new. Because before, I would just listen to like my favorite songs, which is usually Philippa Sue's songs. And then I would switch over to, um, well, I guess Eliza's songs. And then I would switch over to like, Angelica's songs and blah, blah, blah. But this time, I'm just, whatever song is stuck in my head, I'm just starting there and then listening to the rest of the soundtrack from that point. And it's kind of like re-watching the play slash movie in my head every time and it's really cool it's been fun nice yeah what about you lorinda um i oh i've been listening to quite a few things this week so i went to a concert um last wednesday um they're called the shook twins i'd never heard them before the concert um it was on campus um and afterwards i've just been listening to a lot of their music um Brandy Carlisle also came out with a new album, so I've been listening to that this Ooh. week. And Adele is coming out oh. with her new album, and oh. I'm so excited. It'll be it'll be out <laughs> when this episode comes out for sure. I know, and she like released like a 20 second teaser on her Instagram, and it's already the best song of the year. Like it's so good. Oh Great. snap! Okay, Love I gotta her. check this out. Yeah. So, anyways, that's what I've been listening to. Nice. <laughs> Campbell, really? care to share? I would love to. For some reason, I don't know how this happened. I've been listening to a lot of like really early '90s, really late '80s, like breakup music. Interesting. <laughs> I'm surprised. Are you? Yeah, because I'm. So, are you? Low? Low? surprised because I'm super single. Thanks for rubbing that in my face, Linda. Um, but I don't know. You like you know the song. Uh, King of Wishful Thinking by Go West. I am fairly confident I have heard the song before. Okay, what we're going to do real quick, we don't need any transition. We're just going to listen to it real quick and then hard cut to the song. Sobbing? No, no, you'll just... It's very, like, (laughs) poppy, um, synthy... It sounds familiar. I was going to say horny, but that's, like, the opposite. Um, That's a different thing. Hey, you don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I've listened to, like, music like that. I like that. I like that vibe. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, the vibe is very much like okay. what would be the introduction to like an early 90s animated film. Mm, I can see that. Like I during do the get opening a... credits. Yeah, I do but see that. But it's also actually. like, I there, there's no one I'm longing for right now. There's no reason I'm <laughs> listening to this genre of music. But for some reason, I have been, and I've just been vibing with it. I don't know why, um, and this is the weirdest way to describe this, but when I listen to this song, it gives me the same sense, like, I guess, time-wise, it gives me the same sensation as hearing the song Vacation All Ever Wanted play in the Rugrats movie. Like, just the feeling of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There, there's like some weird nostalgia. Lorena doesn't know. Don't get there, there, the reference. There's some like weird nostalgia <laughs> attached to just like the sound of this. Yeah, yeah, like just the way the song feels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good song, but like I've also been listening song. to like other music, but like that. You know what weird throwback song I listened to this week? Um, and it was it was one time thing. I listened to "Walk It Out." Like, oh, walk it down, walk it down. and then I listened to the song radio for that song, and it was all like lip gloss, like all like um Craig Dad and like all that stuff. Like oh my gosh, it was a wild time. Little Mama, <laughs> Little Mama, you know it. 
Throwback songs. I've been listening to old Adele songs. <laughs> Check it out. ready. Lorinda's all about Adele. Just preparing, doing her. your research. Speaking of sad yeah. music. <laughs> okay, so this is this is our part two oh, to Lame Part two. So this was really fun because uh, when we like did the first half of this episode, there was like a few weeks in between. So there was a few weeks before I finished it, and so this is like. <laughs> An hour left of the film, and man, yeah, jeez, it's so I'm, I'm so interested to get your perspective because we've seen this before, so it's so interesting to see like how you felt about certain characters and how that changed in Act Two. I will right. say, I will say, not a lot changed. Okay. The people I really liked and felt bad for increased. The people I was like, oh, this person can get over themselves, also felt the same for the most Fair. part. Uh, but just brief, 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 if you want to listen to, like, more of the history and stuff like that that we talk about, go listen to our previous episode. Uh, but we're looking at the 2012 uh, film version of Les Mis, directed by Tom Hooper, which is based off of the 1985 Western English translation of the 1980 French musical, which is based on the 1862 French novel of the same name by Victor Hugo, mm-hmm. um, about, you know... Some shitty times in France. <laughs> Indeed. In- and- Indeed. And shitty times in general. Oh, God. I hate <laughs> oh, yeah, because, I mean, nothing, I hate, like, absolutely period, nothing in this musical is, like, is relevant to today. Not yeah. the slightest. No. <laughs> I, I hate when, like, period pieces and musicals and stuff like that that are, like, seemingly forever ago, and I'm just like, oh, I saw this yesterday. But, like, with smartphones involved and it yeah. sucks <laughs> indeed love that uh and so raven what are we drinking for this because we had the Ooh. french 24601 last Ooh. time of course we yes. have to have a different drink this time so this we're, time we're just like that we are drinking <laughs> a wine that i discovered a couple years ago um it is called uh a beaujolais village i think Ooh. is how you pronounce that no clue um and the, I guess the brand of it is Louis Jadot. And uh, I found this just at Walmart. It's not a super expensive wine. I think it's like yeah, it's, it's or something. It's a very affordable wine. It's yeah. very expensive. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, so like I like just I like a while ago, because I really like wine, but for a long time, I only ever had like the big ones that everyone knows like Moscato and like Cabernet Sauvignon and like Chardonnay and I was like I want to try wines that like I've never heard of before so this was one of them and um I fell in love with it and then a while ago I was watching Les Mis just because I felt like it and I was like let's watch Les Mis and drink some wine I was like well obviously I have to drink a French wine so I chose this one and let me tell you it pairs perfectly yeah, so. and so I was able to find it in Oregon. So nice. Got a couple of bottles for Lorenda and I, but we shall. Cheers. 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 So so where, beginning where we left two. off on Les Mis Z. That's so much. That's to a talk Dragon Ball Z guys. reference, <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Uh, we start with uh, the funeral of the General was Lamarck. It a general, yeah, that General Lamarck. That yeah. died. Um, the People's General. Um, and so it's kind of that, like, march procession. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get into the song, Do You Hear the People Sing? With the revolutionaries, the rebels, like, all around, like, biding their time, 
doing very intense staring, like not oh, looking. Oh yeah. yeah, some hard eye contact. Like not like very conspicuous. Yeah. <laughs> like come on, like come on. Y'all ain't fooling um, no one. <laughs> real subtle. Um, and then Jabbert <laughs> is in incognitus. Um, he's in his uh, street clothes. He's undercover here. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can tell. Like, when you're at, like, a concert or, like... Uh, and you can always tell the undercover, like, FBI agents or, like, Yeah, whatever. it's just like, oh, yes, because uh, the people that would attend this event would wear cargo shorts, a black polo, black cap, and those sunglasses... With that the only strap? Da- that only dads wear when they're at the beach. And then you know? all, all with the same haircut? Yeah. The because it's fade. the uniform. Oh yeah, haircut. this guy. Yeah, this guy's undercover, and he's only talking to policemen. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I, I think the song and the scene in general is a great opening to this song. Is great. This song is so, and the melody and the, the music behind it is just so simple mm-hmm. and pure. And there's like, no other song I would say that I've seen in a musical that just oozes such camaraderie it does yeah with only a few notes it's 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 an anthem that is intended to like it's an anthem people yeah. right yeah and it's got some strong language like one of the lines i wrote down um the blood of the martyrs will water the meadows of france Ooh. like goddamn, that is a rebellion song <laughs> yeah yeah and then they have like they do their little signal for the protest mm-hmm where they're, like, flag. waving their flags. And then at some point, like, some of the, like, rebels, the protesters, they, like, get some of the guards, like, in on it. They're, like, arm in arm with each other. And at first I was just like, wait a second. <laughs> this seems too good to be true. Who, where's a civilian that's just going to be shot randomly? And then, lo and, and behold, then... <laughs> and lo and behold, an elderly woman gets shot. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, it's all. Yep, and yeah. that's what starts the whole thing. Um, and so they, then, and, even, and then they bring swords to a gunfight. Which is like that was on you. Yeah. Yeah, but like you know, everyone's got to bring something. But, also, I mean, but everyone was are, a, like, we're ready for this altercation, though. Also, I mean, just, like, isn't the mere concept of a bayonet inherently just bringing a knife to a gunfight? It's bringing a knife gun to a gunfight. <laughs> it, it's, it's, they're, they're one and the same. You know? A gun knife. A gun knife. No, no, it's a knife gun, because the, the gun is the first part, and the adjective would describe what kind of gun it is. Mm. Okay. That's fair. That's valid. Although, no, because it's not like it's a gun that's shooting knives. If it's it's like a knife that's also a gun. So gun knife, I think, would make more sense. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's why I said yeah. it. You didn't think that way. <laughs> I just like being contrary. Um, so then we get into the song Building the Barricade. So they all like run to the barricade. So they're like, oh, shit's <sighs> going down. Get all your furniture. Not the piano. <laughs> uh, I know. They threw a whole ass. I'm like, do you really? Like, you and can not sell even for that? a joke, like I threatened to do with Raven, is to <laughs> hit her oh, with yeah, her he, piano. Oh, yeah, he did He did threaten to hit me with the piano. Yeah, I think the Tenacious D episode. Anyway, so, I didn't do it. I forgot when I saw you in person <laughs> later that year. It's a musical. Also, it's, it's a, a piano. 500-pound piano. I don't know. You don't know me. I can tip. Just saying. Just saying. 
Um, yeah, so then Javert, like, volunteers to kind of, um, or he goes behind the lines and he gets yeah. in with the rebels. Um, I and, feel like, and, just like at the barricade where Javert comes in, I, I feel like he almost looked impressed by what they had accomplished. Because, yeah, like, yeah, oh, y'all the, actually had a plan. Oh, exactly. okay. <laughs> no, because Javert is so fucking stupid. He's <laughs> just always convinced that these people are the dumbest exactly. people ever, mm-hmm. that they always have, always thinks the worst of these people, and there's just, like, women and children. They're like, maybe we can have freedom. We're working together. We're a community. And he's just like, oh, what? <laughs> you know? Like, you have a plan? Yeah, Whoa. No shit. People, like... It makes me so mad. And actually, we were talking about this. I'm in this book club, um, like a DEI, Diversity, Equality, Inclusion book club for Mm -hmm. the College of Engineering. And the book we're reading is Race and Technology. Mm -hmm. And so we were talking about one chapter was like predictive crime software and things. And it's how these software developers... Like, the data you use, they're just like, oh, since it's, like, technology, it's, like, non-biased, it's objective, which is completely wrong in everything. Yeah, it's just wrong if you didn't know that programs and technology can be racist. Because they are created by people who can be racist. Yes, intentionally or not. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's this concept, though, that they're like, okay, so it's like an in and out. You're going into a prison. You're let out of prison. The number of those people, if they're in one place, there's like higher risk is how some of the software works. Mm-hmm. But it does the same thing that Javert and a lot of like law enforcement does. It removes people from crimes. Yeah. You can't. It's just, exactly. it's it, it's not objective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what like Javert's doing. Yeah. It was like, oh no, you're doing this crime, so you're bad. Yeah. When they, like, there's no understanding for... Not, not even necessarily understanding of, but just acknowledgement of the fact that situations have nuance and yeah. there are extenuating circumstances that can't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people just commit laws and break some crimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even, even that, like the way I think of it is like no one demographic of people is a monolith and that includes like criminals. Like there's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the song, uh, Building the Barricade uh, Upon These Stones. Yeah. Oh, we, and then... we, we get that, like, the, the lyrics. I forget which song, but it was, like, the red and black um, uh, lyrics. Red and black. Yeah. It's um, the name of the song. Uh, and it's mostly... Uh, who's mostly singing that? Uh, um, Angel Ross. Angel Ross. Is yeah, the name uh, that everyone always forgets because he's... I know. know. Yeah. But he, like, plays such an important role. He does play such a big role, but yeah. his name is never said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, played, played by Aaron Fiat, who I think just won a Tony Award, like, recently. Oh, for um, I think so. Like, for, like, a performance of his. Yeah, so it's him. Um, Javert, played by Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to all their other credits in other episodes, but we'll still mention them. Um... And they're like, oh, we need someone to sneak around oh and find God. out their plan snooping. And Javert yeah. is like, I, I shall do this. And they're like, ooh, cool. 
eager person just staring at us that we've never seen before. <laughs> we've never seen. To be fair, I will say their expect their their expectation going into this was that random people would take up the cause and join in. So I think part this of it is, was their yeah. I get it, but they're like the most important job. I know. Let's leave it to someone. What's <laughs> yeah. your name, by the way? And he's like just Jotty. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, okay, I'll do it. And then the only one with common sense, Gavroche, Gavroche. who yeah. is just who is the MVP for this act, um, played by doo -doo -doo -doo, uh, Daniel Huddlestone, who's just like, no, that's a fucking cop, yeah. Inspector. <laughs> and they're just and I, all the adults are just like, oh shit, okay, let's get. <laughs> But it's, I, I find it so funny how many times, like, Gavroche has to be the one to be like, guys, guys, come on. That, that, no. Guys. That. <laughs> it's like in any, like, kid's show when the adults are just, like, stupid. Just so and the kid's dumb. just like, are you, Vicky is evil. Evil, E-V-I-L. How can you not say, Chip Skylark saying about it. And then Timmy Turner's <laughs> parents are just like, it's fine. We'll just pay her more money. Oh, my gosh. Insanity. Gavroche. Yeah. Um. It goes from building the barricade arrival, to Javert at the barricade. Slash little people. Yeah. 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 Liar, um, Inspector. And I was just like, just kill him. Good job, Gavroche. Um, and then... Oh, also, Javert's confession. So when they... When they when Gavroche is like, oh, you're a fucking cop. Um, ACAB. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> Javert, like, his confession actually has the same melody as in the first act when um, he went to Monsieur Le Maire in quotation marks and was like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. I thought you were this criminal, but it's not you. Um, and he was like, nah, dude, don't worry about it. We all good. It has the same melody as like that portion. Yeah. Yeah. That, and they do that so much. I, exactly. I, I realize it more in the second act. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That they're like, oh, there's this new song, but I was just like, okay, the lyrics are just different. You can just call it the same song, but like, I... I see what you're doing it's but, it's but like using musical motifs and themes consistently especially in very different parts of the movie like mm -hmm. it's the same melody slightly different lyrics but the context is completely reversed yes and that's and that's, that's what i really like about this and exactly. i think the the musical term or theater term for that then is something that's super dope <laughs> Dope. Amazing. Dope. Dope as hell. Indeed. Relax. Indeed. Because I also that, like that it's like the same character. So it kind of like yes. when you hear the melody, you're like, okay, like that's this character. Yeah, this is their song. This, this is, is your, their. This is your melody. This is so, your vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Saw so you across from across the bar, and we just hate your vibe. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing I find interesting because I feel like I feel like a lot of musicals try to do that with like the musical motif and like use the same themes throughout the music. But I think something that Les Mis in particular does very well is doing that with intention. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, I think it is really cool. There's only a couple times where a melody was introduced for one character in one context and another character, like they're all interrelated. So you can't really say that isn't related to them, but another character that you wouldn't think would be connected to them, like also uses that melody in the second act. I, I don't know. It, it's, no. it's just really cool the way they, the way they did that. And so... Javert's plan was just like, oh, yeah, I did some snooping overhearing before, you know, Jacques. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> it, he was very much 
okay, so it sounds like they're just planning. No one's coming tonight. We're good. So after they, like, capture him, and they're like, we're not going to kill you. We're going to leave it up to the people to decide, which Javert's like, I don't want your, you know, democracy. <laughs> Pitui. I spit in your general direction. Um, Oh, God. And then we hear soldiers coming. And so Marius, uh, uh, um, Eddie Redmayne, and um, the other, like, main people go to the barricade. And the, this is the dumbest part of the movie. The soldiers are just like, who are you? And they're just like, we're the French Revolution. And they're like, okay, <laughs> we're going to shoot you now. And yeah. Yeah. Why would okay, you then, why then would you we'll admit that? You. You'd be like, we're scared. Oh, we're just trying to protect ourselves from like have some kind of Well je ne sais I, think, quoi. <laughs> I think in their mind the point like I don't know. I think for they're them young, they're they were heated. like we want no. we want you to know who we are, exactly. like you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like they're I want dead. you to I want him to know it was me. <laughs> Yeah, but it was just like a silly, like a quick, it was just like, who are you? Uh, we're the people you want to kill. Okay, let's shoot up. This was just like the, the cadence, the beat of it. And I was just like, this is dumb. Like, what are you doing? Again, this is what happens when you leave Angeros in charge. Yeah, they well, start, they start like <laughs> shooting them. And then uh, Marius was about to get shot, and then yeah, oh. and then Evanine and Gavroche oh. both like kind of see that he's in danger, and she grabs the gun and like panics and just like points it at herself. And you, Campbell, you'll be really proud of me because in the moment I was like, that was so fucking stupid. You literally could have just pointed up in the air, and I was like, no, Raven. It was an emotional time. She probably just panicked and didn't know where to point it, so she pointed it at herself. Lorinda, yeah, you don't. Because... You don't. I am a sociopath that Campbell has slowly been training to understand human emotions. Training is a weird word. I've just been like, you would be like, I don't know why they're acting like this. And I would say, Raven, some people have different emotional responses to receiving the like, same what? information. Yeah, so Eponine gets shot. Well, I'm uh, happy played, for you. Played by, yeah, same, trust me. Uh, played by Samantha Barks. And I was, okay, so... At the end of Act 1, I was like, something bad's going to happen to her, but that's going to be so annoying, because she's one of my favorite characters. Mm, yeah. Her song, her story, love her. Love, 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 love Eponine. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it's really interesting, um, and, and I guess what well, we're getting into a little fall of rain now, but I also think yeah. it's really interesting with Eponine's story, when you think about the beginning portion like the kind of epilogue like before Cosette was an adult um and Master of the house do, you do, do, see do, do, do. like we saw that with uh the the Nardiers um yeah. that like they doted on Cosette like they like showered her with like gifts and affection and stuff and, like not like Ebony not Cosette Sorry, yes, Ebony. Opposite. They hate a cassette. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, they, they showered her with, like, affection and, like, gifts and, like, all this other stuff and showed, yeah, they, they did cassette showed real love. dirty. Yeah. Um, but now that they're older, um, cassette is actually in the loving home with a devoted, doting parent, and Eponine is now being... Well, she's always kind of been emotionally neglected, but being more so 
And physically no. abused. <laughs> and physically abused, yes, correct. Yeah. That's and, and, so sad. Yeah, no, it's really sad. <laughs> it's, it's really sad. That's yeah, no, the point. It's like fucking They're depressing. Called, Lorinda, the movie is it's called The Miserables. The Miserables. I know, I forget sometimes. <laughs> like, at the end, whenever I watch this movie, I, like, cry at the end. I don't cry a lot. Mm-hmm. This movie, I always cry at the end, and I always forget everything no. i think so yeah. like and yeah. so in like, like the, the 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 theme of this story truly is life, life sucks, sucks and then you die like that <laughs> <laughs> but not for everyone i think there's some hope as well yeah. like, not, like, not for the rich for sure <laughs> in this story I mean, yeah not, not for problems. the rich and privileged Oh, yeah. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Oh, you get a second chance, I guess. It's like if you don't, yeah. then you're you're fucked, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's about redemption and like you know, right? Whatever. So we get into mm. a little fall of rain, <laughs> which she's you know bleeding out. She's oh. she's dying. Yeah. And Marius is just like, oh no no, we'll get your help. And she's just like, hey, nah. just like don't kill my vibe. <laughs> like this. <laughs> like, uh, and she said, I don't I. Don't feel any pain. But with subtext, I felt so much worse pain seeing <laughs> you in love yeah. and like my entire life. So this is nothing. I all I need you to like, dude, all I need you to do is just like be here. Just physically be here. Just physically be here. That's all I'm asking for uh-huh. you. Yeah. From you. I think had it's a one of the places life. you love Marius. I can't. I don't know why you don't like him at all. I mean. You don't like Marius? I, not really. What? Huh? Why? <laughs> I mean, I think, I mean, he, he is a lot better in this act. But like his like quick instant be like, oh, the love of my life that I just met. I'm going to give up this entire cause that I was not even grew up in. Seemed very That's... performative act, act, activism to me. Love is stupid. I mean, love is stupid. Fair, and but... I and I get it. No, no, but like, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's like doing the right things. He like made the right decisions. I'm just like meh about him. He's he's not to me. Oh, he's the hero of this story. Oh no, but no. I don't think yeah, I don't no. think Marius is meant to. I don't think anyone is meant to be a hero. I don't th- like yeah. I. It seems like you're kind of meant to like Marius. Mm-hmm. And I he's meant to be that. I think I think he's he's written to be a generally likable character I, um but I think that like everyone not like everyone else so I think the difference is and I, I feel the same way about Cosette because I actually didn't really like Cosette when I first watched it and now I'm sort of just like indifferent to her yeah um, that's how that's how I feel that's now how I feel about that's how I feel about yeah. Marius I'm yeah. indifferent but to him Mary I think I think the thing is I think the title of this story. Oh my god! Sorry, I'm getting like 15 text messages right now. Um, it's so popular, and they're all no, for they're me all for one person. <laughs> no, no, yeah, they're all for me saying like, hurry the fuck up with whatever you're talking about. Um, but no, like I think I think the title of this story is honestly really accurate. I think it's just difficult because every single person in the story is going through a different type of misery yeah. and yes. a different type of and struggle. I, and I love that. I'm I glad agree. we're talking about this yeah. now because it's, I think this movie is quintessential. Everyone has problems. Yes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some people have it worse off than others. Yes. yes. But this is how we are emoting and uh, being figurative 
about different kinds of suffering and the common lines that are drawn between it that hopefully can bring us together and lift each other up. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think with Marius's character, while Marius, yes, is written to be a generally likable character, I do think it can be easy to like not care that much about him because he does seem like the the rich boy who's like trying to be an activist and, yeah no no but like and then he does like the, he risk but he also has he so much more to like lose yeah. and risk and and, that, stuff and like that's that. what i'm saying i think i think in marius marius's position because we saw his interaction with his father at the beginning and i think yeah, in marius's position like grandfather yes um there is a difference between standing up for Standing up for a cause because it is actively is directly impacting you and the he is you using love. his privilege and, to do that. Yeah, and and standing up for a cause that you know is affecting other people in a way it doesn't yeah. affect you. But 100%. then there's with, with that there's the added layer of you not having to interact with people in your privilege level and yeah. explaining to them why exactly. it's an issue. And I think. I think Marius's position in that and the way he tries, because he's also, like, they're all young. Like, yeah. Marius and Angel Ross and all, like, they're young and they're still trying to figure it out. And I think he's doing the best he can. 100%. Yeah. I, that's the most I like about him. Mm-hmm. Question for you. What do y'all like about him? Honestly, um, I will say that probably the first time I watched it, I did feel similarly about Marius. I think the moment I started, like I fell in love with Marius was Empty Chairs and Empty Tables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because that's that's the moment that to me Marius becomes real. Because I, I think like, yes. even so even though he has to me, I was just like, I don't like this guy. Mm-hmm. So that's the context of him I didn't receive. Yeah. From our previous discussion. Which yeah. which is why I wanted yeah. yeah, I wanted to see your take on yeah. it. But he does some really shitty things this act, so I feel like I feel similarly to him too. and Jean Valjean. I'm like, Be- fuck y'all. Oh we'll get to it. Because he like almost like Cassette didn't make the decision to stay alive. And I feel like mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah. The aftermath of Yeah. When he came well, back. Well, we have a lot to say about uh, yeah, that. That's okay. such I'll a leave, good I'll song. I'll leave that. I'll leave yeah, that. Yeah, but, okay, cool. Interesting. Um, so, Epony dies. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, uh, the scene gets me every time. It's so This, this is a really sweet it's song. Really I think I, uh, some of the, and like, I'll tell you when I cry during this movie, because I don't cry in movies a lot. The movies I regularly cry at are like, Box and the Hound and Coco. Mm, I those, those are the ones. Mm. Oof. Stupid. Anywho, the call and response, I think, is done very well here. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like they're singing in rounds or counter melody. It's neither of those. It's mm-hmm. a literal call and response. She's like saying, yeah. she's like expressing the things she's wanting to express in her like last breaths. And he's trying to catch up to the words yeah. musically. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just beautiful. I yeah. really liked it. And catch up on to how she's been feeling yeah. as well. And something that I think is also, and I guess this is just part of writing a musical with an ensemble cast like this, but something that I think is also really done well from a musical standpoint here is the balancing of... Um, the ranges in duets like this because if you think about the people that are paired, I'm glad like the you, characters I'm glad you that are brought paired, that up because I have problems with this exact thing later oh interesting I, I think oh. I may, might know it's just like it's about. like people learn dynamics it like well, oh yeah 
enhance musically what you're trying to do. <laughs> but like, because um, the way, because even though Eponine, like we saw from um, A Heart Full of Love, that Eponine can also hit those high notes, or Eponine also has some Samantha of those high Marks notes. Is but so she's the way, talented. the way um, Eponine and Marius's singing parts are balanced here is different than the way Marius's and Cosette's were balanced. Oh, and yeah. I think it's it's partly because of what the the roles themselves call for, and I think mm-hmm. also like. Like the, in the, the casting matches the singing parts, I think, fairly well, fairly you know? Well. So I, I just think it's really cool the way all of that's balanced and just yeah. thinking about all of that. Yeah, and I love how that's intentional with different ranges of singing voices and, like, you know, when they come in. Yes. Um, narratively, mm-hmm. what that does. And, from and, looking at sheet music. And and what we were talking about earlier about Musicals the, the, are reuse, great. the reuse of certain musical motifs. I love when there was a musical motif that was originally performed in a soprano role that is now being performed in a tenor or a bass role. Yeah. Oh, but it's the cool. same melody. I love they that. They did a lot of that and they did yeah. it really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she dies. Um, and I do think... And then Gavroche is really sad. Oh, and this, this next part, I think... Uh, a good part that the film does is that there's a lot of instances like people are crying, it's raining, but there's some instances that you have to think about, oh, is it rain or are they crying? Mm, yeah. There's like on like people's like faces and stuff. I was like looking, it was like saw like, you know, water, some liquid fall down their face. And you like a lot of times you can't tell if they're crying or if it's raining. Just showing like how the environment is like drowning out what they're allowed to feel in the moment. Ooh. Ooh, Campbell. (laughs) Damn. This is really good. (laughs) I I had a lot of thoughts. I may have like looked up if there's some like different research papers about this act specifically because I Mm -hmm. had some, like there's some like metaphors that like you can like I think attribute to the entire story of like Jean Valjean that the lyrics like allude to, and we'll talk about that uh, mm-hmm. later. But I was, as like a piece of art and literature and music, act two. Solid. Super tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally I agree. agree. Yeah. Um, so totally then. Totally Kyle. Totally. <laughs> we see. <laughs> We see Marius gives Gavroche a letter for Cosette mm-hmm. um, that he wants him to deliver to her. And when he goes, he actually hands it to Valjean. Mm-hmm. And so Valjean reads it, and it's basically all about... At the about, start of Night of Anguish. Yes. Um, and basically it's Marius explaining, like, oh, hey, now that I know you love me too, like, I can go into this battle, like, holding my head high with honor and all this other stuff. And, like, I hope I come home to you and blah, 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 but I might die. Just letting you know. Yeah. Um, and so Valjean reads this. And I really love the progression of his response, like, reaction and response to this letter. Because he starts off I- with, like, ah, oh, fuck. Now I got to deal with this dude. Yeah. And like, and I knew this, this day would spe- come. This specific uh, line... Um, this, Are we like, just this pouring more wine whenever we want? Oh yeah, whenever we want. I'm about Bet. to okay. do the same. Um, that this, the, like this dude's selfish. He's going to steal my autumn days. Autumn, remember that. There'll be more seasonal related lyrics later on. Oh. Um, 
But yeah, oh, also, I thought it was funny that he's like, you know, sing, talking like this, like he's at Monday, uh, Sunday yep. Mass, mm-hmm. la la la, no, no, you love me as well. Breath turns the page. <laughs> it's harder to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like in the middle of the sentence, he's just like, yeah. turn. <laughs> da 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 da. Um, that, is, that is a difficult thing is that sort of like <laughs> sing talking that a, a lot of the a lot of the actors hadn't quite mastered yet but they were they were working on it they were trying yeah so that like and Jean Valjean does not give the note to Cosette uh, he sees this and is like I gotta see this dude mm-hmm. so he jumps a soldier <laughs> as only Wolverine can mm-hmm. indeed Hugh Jackman uh, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I haven't said Hugh Jackman yet. That's the why I said that. I didn't say that. I know you know, Lorinda. Because I told you last episode. <laughs> also, can you give me the wine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and, like, steals his uniform. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. This is how you go in disguise, Javert. <laughs> Absolutely. And, like, tries to, like, sneak in and, like, goes to the barricades. Yeah. I think, again, Chavet and Jean Valjean, like... I mean, they're the foils of one another. Yeah, and I think that was, like, another place. Like, they're both posing as volunteers to, like, help out. But yet again, Chavet It's all about fails. the nuance. Right. Chavet fails. Jean it, Valjean. And why does he fail? Because he doesn't understand these people. He doesn't understand yeah. people not in his position. Yeah. And, like... It's interesting that they disguise themselves as like the opposite, opposite people. Of of, yeah. yeah. And even yeah. with uh, Jean Valjean, he was just like, "Oh, I'm disguised as this person, but like I know what they're exactly. about." Exactly. Yeah. And it, it's also kind of the idea of like I can survive in your world, but you can't survive in mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Cheers. 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 Um, so yeah, so Valjean goes- disguises himself and goes down to the barracks. Can we talk about? His fucking nat 20 perception check on that soldier up on the rooftops. That's Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I did not get there. I was like, I, did I miss that in a movie? No. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. It's, we'll play. I know. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to like. Yeah, let, I'll, I'll get my shit together yeah. to DM. It's fine. Brave, I need your help with that. Uh, yeah, of so course. it's. Yeah, that's a really funny way to put it, Raven. Raven, <laughs> you are hilarious today. Thing. Are, you, are you implying I'm not hilarious every day? Every day? Yes, because sometimes you're really bitter in a badass mood. <laughs> and you're just true. like You're just like, yeah. okay, so we've spent a lot of time together. And you're just like, mm-hmm. Or just like, you know, just sits there. Just like, and you just are done with interacting with people. Love that for us. Um, yeah, so then. They're like, uh, seize wins, him. Yeah, so he wins over there like trust basically because by saving Gavroche him. is like no I know him he's <laughs> they're like uh, again Gavroche at a, like a fraternity party <laughs> who do you know here and Gavroche yeah. is like oh he's with me I know him yeah, he's, I, know I, him. I got him he's cool. oh, my, my guy um, <laughs> again the kid comes to the rescue and yeah. then they like very trust him he's like Javert's like tied up and he's just like leave him with me and they're like okay sounds good cool. sounds good and they so, are very um Giving, <laughs> giving revolutionaries. Yeah. I, no wonder no, they die. <laughs> I mean, but actually, um, um, and so um, yeah, they go back, um, Javert and Jean Valjean, and this is like 
how you know Javert just doesn't get it. He just doesn't get it. Mm. He says, you've hungered for this all your life. You idiot. You <laughs> absolute so stupid. fool. He's like, he doesn't even think about you. And like, Javert's just like, my life's mission. His life's mission. We were fated to duel till the end of time. And, and Valjean's just like, I don't think about you at all. And he's just like, yeah. it's not like, it's like that quote in Scrubs uh, that Jordan says, and the woman who plays her, this is something she actually said. She was married to the creator of the show. She says, if someone's like pissing you off and you want to hurt their feelings, say this. I don't dislike you. I nothing you. <laughs> True. Indifference and that's is way is. worse than hatred. Jean yeah. Valjean did You don't say. leave an impact on me. Yeah. He did say, though, he said in the lyrics, you're wrong. Yeah, he was, you're wrong, yeah. Uh, he did, wrong. He's not like, you're nothing to me. He's just like, come on. And yeah. Javert's like, once a thief, always a thief. It was a loaf of bread. <laughs> to say. <laughs> like, chill, dude. Yeah. Also, the Javert's response or reaction, I guess, to when Valjean says, you've done your duty, nothing more. Like, basically, like, I truly hold nothing against you. He says, I, I don't, he's like, I don't blame you at all. And he, like, yeah. lets him go. He's like, escape, it's fine. Yeah. And then Javert's just like, I, this changes nothing. I'm not going to plea with you, blah, blah. Yeah. He's like, I'm not bargaining with you. I'm not asking you. for that. Like, he's just like, I don't care about conditions or whatever. Just go, dude. Just leave, like, dude. Take, like... <laughs> Take the L and leave. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. And he was like, you know what? If like after all this is settled, I'll be in room number one hundred five <laughs> at the Comfort Inn, and you can come there. If you really want to get into this, <laughs> if you really want to like you know go at it, like I don't know, if you want to like bang this out, like, like you fuck, obviously want to do. The sexual tension is powerful. <laughs> If you just but need like, that post-nut clarity to understand people. <laughs> like, I'll do that for you, man. I'm single. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm in great shape. You see me lift a lot of things, and you comment about it. There's something there. There's something there. There, there is something there. Correct. Ugh, so then we, get, so we go back. So he, he shoots off, like, one bullet uh, that, like, hits the post next to Javert. As smart, a way of saying... Smart. As a way of saying, one, I could have killed you if I wanted to, and two, I'm truly not going to. This is your escape because they now think you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then no one checks, which is like, again, follow through people. Follow through people. Follow through. Although, like, Javert doesn't do, like, anything, like, of consequence to them later, I feel so it's like, fine. Campbell, I feel like these, this group of revolutionaries could benefit from the same lesson as um, Justin and Kelly, which is the importance of follow-up questions. <laughs> Um, from Justin the Kelly is the Aesop fables of active listening. <laughs> Correct. Which is a sentence I'm going to take to my grave with. <laughs> that, the, the hold from Justin the Kelly has on me. I've come back around. I think it's great. Oh my gosh. You changed your mind like every couple of months. <laughs> because I think about it, like, honestly, I talk about from Justin the Kelly or think about it at least twice a week since we've done that. <laughs> Comes up in conversation. Yeah, it does. A lot. <laughs> and that is... Do-do-do-do. Trauma. Uh, <laughs> so we get oh to drink with me. Yeah. Um, I was like, hell yeah, Grantaire. Like, uh, they're like, 
We might so. die. You want to, like, have a beer? <laughs> <laughs> Cracking open a cold one with the boys. When we're literally at our, at our death. Before bed. we're cracked cold ones. Mm-hmm. Was that before yeah. they all... So this yeah, was... That was... This is, yeah, so this is right they before... They have to, they... like, sleep in shifts. They're just... Yeah. You yeah, know what? Yeah, yeah. We're, this may be our last time together. Let's just take a moment and be mm-hmm. proud of ourselves and the what we have done and how we care about each other. And let's just acknowledge it. The people although, we've lost. Although, here's my thing. What did they expect not hope not hope but what did they expect to accomplish with this plan like with the barricades (laughs) no 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 okay because there was multiple ones so they were just like no no no, no. i know i know no no, i know there are multiple i know there are multiple barricades i'm just like oh the fact that like the entire plan was me and then be able to advance throughout the city like what did what did you think i don't think they had an was not part of the offense plan. Offense was never part of the plan. <laughs> the, best off- just, the best defense is the greatest offense. offense. It honestly looks like they didn't have an after plan. Because and they, they, didn't know to put, was... they didn't know to put the gunpowder like, out of the rain. And yeah. Because all their gunpowder got wet because it was raining. Bitch, you forgot about rain? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, is you blind? <laughs> Javert, there like, was a whole song about it when Eponine was dying. This and is why was, thought they were dumb. Like, I know, yeah. yeah. Like, everyone was staring at someone, like, singing in the rain. Uh-huh. Uh, and it, and they just stood there and had their own little moment. And they were like, hmm, yes. We should do nothing about anything else here because of the rain. It's just here for dramatic effects. <laughs> like, no. No. Uh, you hate to see it. Well, they were um, trying to process their emotions, I guess. So yeah, it's now they're realizing, like, pro- oh, we might good. die. You, you gotta feel your feelings <laughs> in a healthy manner. Uh, so then Valjean finds finds out yeah. which one Marius is, and it's yeah. like, oh yeah, they're really singing about like dying. So then he's we get into oh well, no no but before that still in this song while everyone's like drinking and be like we're here together loudly. Marius is just singing, would you weep Cosette for me? And like, I would like to think in the minds of all his friends is like, my God, like it's still, it's only been a day. Yeah. Like we're like, this is our last moments together and you're not talking to any of us. You're just singing about think... a girl in the corner. He's about but, to die. But, but I think. I know. I just said that's that... a joke. I just think it's funny. No, 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 no. I think his but... strife is funny. No, but I, I think that exact idea is directly what leads yeah. to empty chairs and empty tables because oh, he yeah. didn't revel in that last moment with his friends. Oh. He, he assumed he would die with them. Ooh, fuck it up. And so he fuck spent it, it thinking it up, about Cosette and now they're gone. Yeah. You know? And he ends up with Cosette. So. Yeah. Is that a spoiler? I'm I mean, foreshadowing. This, I will say. This they're all film, worried about dying okay. and he's worried about Cosette. This <laughs> film, the latest version of it, is nine years old. Yeah. Wait, this Th- one? It came out in yes. 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was This story is. A uh, hundred and. hundred and sixty. Fifty nine. Do you want me to punch it in my calculator? Nope. Hun- no, hundred and fifty nine. <laughs> hundred and fifty nine. Yes. Correct. Cool. Quick maths. No, Take I mean, that, Matthew Shell. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cross check this. 
Okay, yeah. So I just wanted to bring up that point. I'm glad yeah. that we had this conversation mm-hmm. then. Then we get to bring him home where Jean Valjean is praying. He was like, like, I don't care what happens to me with all my shit that's going on. Let him live. Like, come yeah. on. Give this guy, give these men a fucking break, God. Yeah. And then also, and then he also gets the realization of like, oh, wait, I, yeah, I am. I did just turn myself in and I am about to die. And I, I'm old. And Cosette probably would like a companion, but, you know, for the rest of her life. <laughs> so maybe it wouldn't be too bad if she had a husband, perchance. Yeah, he's like a son I might have known. After all these years that I've seen Summers die. Yeah. Oh, another seasonal reference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think it's I think it's interesting because in I Dreamed a Dream, she talks about how um like the summer was the great time with her lover and everything, and yeah. then he was gone when autumn came. And in this song he's talking about um the summers die one by one, how soon they fly on and on. And we've already seen what the and he was the, the symbolism of summer dying or summer yeah. fading. And he was yeah. he was ready for it. He was like, I don't want this. Originally, he was like, oh, this guy's going to steal my autumns from me. Yeah. He's going, he can't even imagine himself having those great summers. It's the time he's working for after this unattainable mm-hmm. goal that he's like, this is, once I go past the impossible, something I never saw for myself, that point, I don't want this guy taking from me. Yeah. And then now he's like, God, don't let him lose his summers that I thought I never would have. Yeah. What a great guy. And just, uh, yeah. Valjean is, is just a straight up stand up character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Airplane food. What's the deal? With- <laughs> um, yeah. So then uh, we go back and they find out that they are the only barricade left. And so there's no usable gunpowder. <laughs> no usable gunpowder because rain. Um, and they start like, oh, like, you know, should we just quit here? You know, if anyone wants to go, you know, be with your family and blah, blah, blah. Like, no one will look down on you. No. Um, and then once again, Gavroche, for yeah. some reason, and this like eight year old child is responsible for morale. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn of anguish, uh, then the second attack, parentheses. This is why I need to stop having the like music list up when I'm taking my notes. Yeah, because it, it it ruins everything. The the second attack parentheses death of Gavroche, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and then yeah because he was everyone's like giving up and he's like trying to like you know pickpocket the gunpowder gun and stuff and he's yeah. like do do you hear the people saying like he's like and then it to turns into like the, the little people song. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, the guard, like, gives a warning shot next to him, and then he's just like, oh, that was weird. And then the guards are, like, kind of smiling. They're laughing. They're, like, laughing, and then he keeps on going. And then they fucking kill this kid. Mm-hmm. Little child. While, like, you know, the rebels are just like, what the fuck? Get back here. What are you doing? But, like, no this is why child leashes him. were invented. <laughs> Campbell. <laughs> No, with a little monkey. <laughs> I will say, once again, he would have benefited from why, one of those situations. Why was yes. the like eight-year-old child the only one who was like, "Hey guys, maybe let's not let the gunpowder get wet." Hey guys, now that all of our gunpowder is wet, let's get the only usable gunpowder we can, which because, is all of these dead because bodies. Because the child <laughs> hasn't lived through all the consequences that the adults have, Raven. Shut up, Kim. <laughs> I, like... I'm. 
but true that's fair cool i just made that up (laughs) (laughs) but i get that but again they know what's coming they know they had no plan but they had no plan beyond he's he's a child he he's separate so you think he didn't know what was coming no, he knew it was coming, but I think he was just like, no, we can make this though with that like childhood optimism. It was like, I believe in you all. You'll make this work. I can do my part. I can like, I can get this gunpowder right now. No, and and that's and that's as thing. far as he'll think. No, and that's that's my thing. Yes, because he's a child, and it shouldn't be his job to plan a revolution. Exactly. It was, however, their job, and they did a piss poor job of it. Yeah. They kind of had a plan, but I think at this point we're all realizing that they had an idea. Honestly, they probably they had an idea. There's a reason these only lasted like a day, and that's why we can't remember his name and Joras. Like that's because that. he's shit yes. at planning. <laughs> How and long have planning like, this for months? <laughs> you came up with barricades. And then okay. they—that—that's the rallying. Is like, let's make them pay until the earth is free. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it ain't looking good, boys. Let me tell you. Well, the next song is called "The Final Battle." So. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Marius gets shots, and so they're like all die. Um, yep. <laughs> they like shoot through the floor. Like Marius is like separated because he gets shot. Jean Valjean sees him and, like, carries him away. He's like, I gotta down, save this guy. Down to the sewers, which I can only imagine could have introduced some severe infection. Yeah, maybe that's how but... he died later on. Um, <laughs> and especially with, like, a bullet wound. Oh, yeah. Um, and, like, the final rebels are, like, shot through the floor before mm-hmm. it's too late. They give France a bad name. Um, <laughs> Shut <laughs> some- Bon Jovi uh, reference. Shout out um, to Kevin McCauley. Um, and so Marius is the last one. And he's like, basically, go fuck y'all, waving the flag. Yeah. Gets shot out. And he, as... Wait, Marius? You mean Andros? No, Andros. Andros. And, yeah. and like, Marius' friend. Yeah. And then <laughs> he is like shot out the window and he just kind of lies there. Like his body is like at half. The mass. way they yeah. did his death was like just the way his body fall, which I don't know if that's yeah. too gross for people, but like the way his body falls, it's like, it's like honestly artistic. Yeah. It's, yeah. His body is at half mass. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's wild. The rebellion is over at that yeah. point. Um, and we do see, we see like the soldiers and officers like walking through and we see that Javert sees Gavroche and I always interpret, so he pins his medal on him, yeah. and I always interpret his face as, uh, again, now that he's had this interaction with Valjean, and we, he's going through, like, he's beginning to go through this, like, conflict within himself, I, I always interpret his face as, like, this, like, things don't need to get this bad. Like, even if yeah. there are bad people, even if the law needs to be upheld, it never needs to be at the expense of a child. But exactly. I think it also shows how disconnected from everything he is. Because mm-hmm. from everything Gavroche has said about him with revealing who he is and stuff like that, what makes you fucking think he would want your fucking medal? Yes, exactly. Well, like, to, for him, it's like... And this may be a bad thing to equate, but it's like when someone is like, you know, uh, either like was raised like Christian religious and they say to someone who has been like traumatized by that religion when they sneeze, bless you. Mm -hmm. To them, this is this is what 
I say to you, this is like means something to me. If I say Merry Christmas to you, I wish that to you because that means a lot to me. But the person who's receiving it is just like, don't put that on me. I want nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. That kind of disconnect. Yeah. And yeah. It's, I, I don't know. It's hard because I think, I think there's... I think there's a nuance of like. Of course. I no, I see. I see what you're saying, Campbell, and I, I like like for me, it's. I understand how J- in Javert's mind, like, this was kind of the greatest honor he could show God. Exactly. Like that's what that's yeah. This is this is like an extreme. Exactly. Version of that. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Like for I'm him. I'm not saying it's the same. No. 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 And and I I I, under, I understand I you. I understand your I point there. And and that's and that was my thing is like I could understand if he had pinned like what because I think I don't know if Gavroche still had his on but if he had pinned like one of the rebellion like medallions or something on him but it's like it's like I understand Javert that you were trying that to show been... honor but you are sort of disrespecting his memory <laughs> right yeah yeah and that's why like kind of like I, I was gonna say this a similar thing like that's his way of like appreciating him or like kind of showing like showing that this life had value and he did something that's honorable you was like, like i you respect know, like, yeah you. exactly like this is yeah like i want to honor his memory and the only way he knows how to do that the only way he knows how to exactly yeah. and, that's and, and i also think for javert <laughs> because he's entering this like level of conflict and i think also like you mean consciousness <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> sentience, um, and and I think also for him like this, the fact that he's even willing to part with this medal that would mean a lot to a lot him. To him, yeah, yeah. He's like I, I think it's also accolades. symbolizing yeah. his beginning to split with that line of philosophy. Yeah, because I bet yeah. he's, he fought he, a lot for by that medal. giving <laughs> this medal to Gavroche's body. He is removing part of his beliefs and what he holds dear to someone he has seen as a criminal the enemy yeah un like can never be saved or redeemed in the law or the eyes of god right. he yeah. is taking literally a part of himself because that's his entire identity right. and mm-hmm. belief system and give it to someone that he has only seen lesser and non-deserving of and yes. it's not all black and white no like he thought yeah, it's Fifty yeah. Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's halftime, sports fans. Um, I don't, I don't know why I said that. Anyway, it's Campbell from Boost Coles. Uh, I'd like to tell you all about Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation. This foundation keeps music alive in schools by providing vital support services to school districts and new musical instruments to underfunded music programs nationwide giving underrepresented youth access to the many benefits of music education, leading them to success in school, and inspiring creativity and expression through playing music. There have been over 34,000 donated instruments and over 2 million students impacted by this organization. Some of the support services they offer are professional development for music teachers led by certified uh, instrument repair technicians and further community engagement and instrument drives just to name a few. Again, Raven and I believe the best way to support us as a podcast is to support organizations like Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation that supports music education and the passion of music in our youth. You can donate at mhopus.org slash donate. Again, that's 
hopus.org slash donate. Uh, back to our nonsense. Do you hear the people <laughs> sing? Um, yeah, so we go down to oh, the sewers. Yeah. Cool, and now we, we have see... a clip of Lorenda singing. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> shit city, bitch. Shit, shit <laughs> The sewers. Um, so, things are blocked up. Bad. Yes. Uh, bad <laughs> shit is disgusting. Bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A. Yes. Um, oh. So we see... Um, Jean Valjean is pulling Marius through the sewers, presumably immediately infecting his wound, uh, because they are now yeah. covered literally head to toe. Like, you can so, only yeah. see their then eyes. He their flushes teeth. Marius and then <laughs> flushed away because they're he like flushed, stuck. He flushes him down they, there. uh, they're pulled by oh, uh, Thenardier. Mr. Thenardier. Yeah. Oh, Thenardier. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen like pulls him down. Why is it I wasn't surprised to see him down there? Uh, yeah. It just kind of made sense. Because <laughs> him and his wife were just cockroaches. They will survive everything, and they bring that up later. Yeah. But that's just where they're like hiding out while everyone's being killed. Yeah. We like we do from like do you hear the people sing about like you know the blood like you know growing the meadows of freedom and the, stuff. the blood of the martyrs will water the meadows of france yes <laughs> there's pools of blood that we like in the street hanging yeah. across yeah. yeah um so they both get pulled through they're just like lay there mr thanadier it just like takes a ring off of marius of course he does and then jean valjean like wakes up um just like oh i gotta get this guy out of here he's like i know who you are and he's like shut your fucking mouth dude and leaves yeah tries to escape and then Javert like is looking for him doesn't see him with the bodies sees that the sewer like grate has been opened Mm -hmm. so he like tries to roundabout cut him off yeah which he does yeah and he and he goes around and um he starts like climb up and he's like dude this guy needs to go to a hospital. He needs medical attention. Yeah. Again, I can come back. You can. Be you know ex- where to find me. Exact, like the exact same thing as Fontaine. As Fontaine. Yeah. And and like the definition of character development is a character being put in the exact same situation and behaving differently. And yeah. here, Javert says, if you take one more step, you're under arrest. And he's like, and Valjean is just like. Bet. Bitch wear. <laughs> and, and it's interesting because like in both situations, it's just for the benefit of Cosette. Yes. And yeah. there's a look down again. But this time Oh yeah, he like yes. tells, he tells he physically tells Dude, Javert. He was like, look down. You're with he, he was like, yeah. look down. This is what we were saying to each other, people in like the same class and situation. Exactly. He says this to Javert, who's like, look down. We are not different, dude. Than you. Yeah. We are the same. Look down, be in a position that we have the same perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Content warning, we're going to be talking about, like, very sensitive stuff. Uh, information will be, like, in the episode description. We'll put, like, the times you can skip. But Yeah, I'll put the timestamps in there. Yeah, we'll put the timestamps. So, like, if, you know, if that's triggering for you, just skip ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, 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 um, give so me time. So we get to Javert's suicide. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, for one, the song titles are real spoilers they if you've are, never really seen are. the movie. Like, Jesus H. Christ. 
Uh, cheers. 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 Bottle number two for Lorenda and I. Glass number three for you. I've been topping you off every single time. No, I like to pretend like I'm not. You're still on your first one. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so Javert's suicide. Um, mm-hmm. So he's, one of those... he's very like, whose man's is this? Like, who is this man that's making me reconsider everything in my life? So he says the law. I line. am the law, and the law can't be mocked. Yes. Have you not seen says... Reno 911? <laughs> or Hawaii Five O? No, but like, the line that gets me is when he says, shall his sins be forgiven? Shall his crimes be reprieved? Yes. Yes. That's also. And this, and this is like what sucks so bad about these like heavy militarized, honestly, societies yeah. that we live in. Shall his sins be forgiven? That's not your fucking call. That's not your dude. job. That's not your job. No, but That's they're like, like, but it is because I'm above yeah. you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. what I do is righteous. Because that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or the fact that he, he's at the point where he's like, I can't live knowing that this guy is Oh, he's having one crisis of faith, and he was like, I should kill myself. Or the fact, like, it's, it's literally just the fact that, like, okay, man committed crime. <laughs> After committing crime and spending damn near 20 years in jail for stealing a loaf of bread, man committed crime, after committing said crime, at some point in his life, man did a kind thing. I then reciprocated said kind thing to man. My life is over. My life is over. (laughs) And he was like, the the world is just Valjean's or Gervais. Exactly. It's just like, what what hold does he have over you sexually? (laughs) Like, that you're just like... No, it's, it's like, like it's, it's like, it's like oh, dude, fun, in fun. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like chill. And it's funny because like I explained uh, one conversation with my dad. We were just talking about the periodic table of elements for some reason. Of um, course, as one does. And like how it's organized, you have like metals and non-metals. And he was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, if it's anything that's not a metal, it's is a non-metal. It's a non-metal. It's like everything in the world is a cat or not a cat." That's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, blew his mind. And that's, like, Javert. It's just, like, it's either Javert me or non-Javert Valjean. Yeah. And it's just, like, yeah. that... No. 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 no <laughs> Honey, no. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah. yeah, doubting for the first time, he's like, is he from heaven or from hell? Again, that's not your fucking call, yeah. dude. Um, I do think it's interesting that a lot of uh, the stars are black and cold. What symbolic of what he revered and what like guided his path. It was like, oh, I see the stars. I'm on the righteous pl- path. I know what I'm doing. I'm like, you know, all the like imagery and figurative language of like following the North Star, like all that related, you know, you know, cosmic powers, beings, whatever. At this point, he's in crisis that... He doesn't see it anymore, so he just gives up. Yeah, I just think it's interesting lyrically from like the "My Stars" or whatever the song is called, mm-hmm. like an act. Stars, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I also think it's Say interesting. So, stars. 
One of my, um, I remember when this movie first came out and I went to watch it, um, one of my friends who was like a theater kid and she knew like the actual like stage musical and everything. And she was really upset about either she knew the stage musical or, and, or she had also read the book, I think both. Um, and she was actually upset about the way they did the scene because she was saying that apparently in the original story, like Javert's suicide is supposed to kind of come to a come as a shock to the audience which i think story-wise it's it does and it doesn't um but also the way he dies because like he's always up on the rooftops and just hanging out up there so it's kind of like mr sandy claus it was (laughs) i think it came to a surprise for me in the film like it definitely could have been done better that if it was just like very like a sudden way to do it it would have been better yeah Uh, this which is a terrible thing to say but um, I think it wasn't very much a surprise. It was a surprise to me because it didn't make sense how things were handled narratively. Yeah, I can see that. And like that, like acting with it because he was like singing the same. If he was like crying, if he was like emoting like 20 times more yeah. than he did in the first act, I'd be oh, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. This is not the character that we have and been led to believe. Thing. He is humanized in this position. It's very, like, robotic, I'm turned off now, control, all, delete, force, quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess there is some surprise there because it's right after he, like, pins his, like, metal and, like... Uh, no, at that point, I did think, before, right. like, looking on the songs, I was just like, oh, I think he's going to kill himself. Oh. Yeah. Because I like well, I saw that I like at first I saw that as like oh he's giving up and he's like he's either going to quit or kill himself and I was like yeah. oh he wouldn't quit like his life and just work live. and continue to live so yeah no yeah. Um, but the thing I find interesting the so I property. guess the kind of the symbolism of him. <laughs> Like, again, Javert has always been kind of, like, on the top of these, like, rooftops, like, hanging out, stuff like that. And so it's sort of, So like... he can look down on everyone else from where he was brought up from? He never looks down, though, unless... No, no, this is the first time he does. Yeah. Other, because otherwise, he was looking up to the stars. Exactly. He is, he is literally looking down. Literally now. looking yeah. down. Yeah, literally looking down. Um, And I, I think, literally? like, if you... How we've been talking about the switching of various roles and the reversal of various roles. If we look at the very beginning of the of the movie, and we saw Javert looking down while Valjean and all of them were looking up, effectively, really and that's ship, kind of been yeah. their positioning. But then when Valjean was Monsieur Le Maire, we saw the imagery of Valjean looking down when he was the fact like the factory owner and stuff like that. Um, and so now it's kind of this like imagery of Javert sort of being brought low from that high position and Valjean rising up again. But also, Campbell, to, to your point about him emoting, I think the music is sort of doing that for him. And I don't know if the intent was for like, I don't know if Russell Crowe was given the direction slash thought that that's just how Javert should be played. And the music like was kind is. of making up for it. Yeah. Or if... Which I do like. Because Russell like, Crowe is a good like, I dreamed yeah, a dream. I agree. I agree. Exactly with yeah. the, I dreamed yeah. a dream. The orchestra is supposed to be like doing what they're supposed to do. Right. And the actor is somewhat separate from yeah. it. Because the music does together. get very frantic. Exactly. Yeah, during yeah. yeah it does. Yeah. Um, and that's like the disconnect from Javert and like reality. I and like, I will yeah, say like it is interesting the flop of what look down means because it's either yes. looks it's either 
look down, as in mind your own business, don't look in the eyes, because mm-hmm. we're like being brought down, so we're going to, you know, struggle together and look down. And there's Javert, look down, I look down at these people. And this mm-hmm. is for the first time, Javert is just like, look down, like I'm looking down, not at people, but like on myself it's like yeah it's the first time the look down kind of like verbiage he's equating more similar to the people that are like being oppressed because the first time he's understanding what it's like to be in that world but not even what it's like to be in that world but just what those people can be because they're people <laughs> like it's just which makes no sense because he was born in a prison and blah 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 the like oh my it, gosh. It yeah. stupid character i know i am from the gutter too yeah. yeah he just seems confused at this point and yeah. and what like such good like irony dramatic irony that the dude literally in you know on the lower side in the position of power, power differential on the lower side, literally covered in shit, saying to his impressor, look down. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Um, I will say I did not enjoy the sound of his- I wrote uh, it down. Uh, of his body hitting, did not, could have done like, without. I, how would you Didn't know? Didn't like that noise. <laughs> how how does he know? No. <laughs> we have to do Enchanted. Um, uh, also, we do Enchanted? hear the we do hear the stars theme. We do hear the stars theme as yeah. he dies. Because the stars have gone out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so does he. Yeah, I didn't like that. It's very much like um, Spider Man when Gwen Stacy dies. Like, in the comic book, I think the word is, like, she's falling down, and Spider- fast, and Spider-Man, like, webs her, and at the last moment, before she hits the ground, the sound effect in the comic, it's, like, squelch, or something like that. But, like, in the movie, it's the movie with, uh, Andrew Garfield, and it's Emma Stone, you see her just kind of, like, limply, like, rebound, didn't hit the ground, but the web, like, saved her body- but, like, the sound of it is just, like, she's dead. So, Squelp? I I just literally just had this thought. But in the song Stars, so they play the Stars theme as he's, like, falling to his death. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it. In the song Stars, one of the verses he sings is, um, He knows his way in the dark. Mine is the way of the Lord. Those who follow the path of the righteous shall have their reward. And if they fall as Lucifer fell, the flames, the sword. But Javert, despite his righteousness, he does not get his reward. And when he falls, he falls into water. Like, I don't know if that's supposed to be symbolism or not. I, th- I think that was a baptism for him, honestly. <laughs> like, I <laughs> no, just no, but had it that is. Thought. I just had that thought. Just interesting. Yeah, it's a rebirth. It's a purification for him, like, aligning with, honestly, what's more, like, righteous and just. I think it's... Understanding. I hesitate to call it a baptism, but I do like to think of the idea of, like, him being... Him and his kind of ideology... Like, his... Those ideologies being The sound effect is SWIC. S-W-I-K. Ew. Yeah. Do not care for that. It's like... 
quick, like when her like back gets yeah. blown out. Um, <laughs> oh no, that's no. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I have a lot of thoughts on this topic, so I'm just making jokes. Um, oh God. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so like not like necess- not baptism, but go on. What were you saying? The, those kind of like outdated, like like to me, Javert symbolizes those sort of outdated philosophies and like the French, like, cause like I said in, in the first part, this period of history was following the rise of the concept of enlightened despotism. And that's actually a big, one of the big things that led to this series of French revolts and rebellions mm-hmm. uh, was because it was the idea of like, if I'm king, it's cause God gave me the right to be king. And like yeah. you, like everyone has their place and blah, 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 blah. And like, I, I think Javert's character sort of symbolizes the ending of all of that. Um, and I think it's it's not so much a baptism, but more like the water is kind of washing that clean. It's kind of washing those ideologies, ideologies. sort of away. See, no, but that's how, like, I saw it, though. Like, but I was it's just not like, a baptism I, I for just... Javert because he's just dead now. Yeah. Like, oh, no, 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 but like, no, no, I think, I, I think thematically anything. a baptism. I think he's a, a, a baptism of beliefs. Mm. Oh, because like okay. I just like googled the definition of baptism in the Christian church the religious rite of sprinkling water onto a person's forehead or immersion in water symbolizing purification or regeneration and admission to the Christian church I think his like what like Christianity like should be is like you know that forgiveness like we are not gods but we do not is. give that judgment Christianity is though it yeah is like but as in, like we, like we aren't like the ones punishing people. No, like yeah. that's not our role. No, for him, that's what it was. He that's was. So at this point, he, he was came judged to the point, executioner. Yeah, yeah. and yes. so at this point, he's just like, I'm no longer that. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by baptism. But baptism too is like. A, oh, we, I just threw like strictly Baptist definition. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But we like had like baptism at church today, actually. So it's like. Oh, fun! Nice. I know, yeah. Um, but it's like it's symbolic of like kind of like dying in, you know, your, your sins with Christ and that resurrection. And I don't think, and maybe my religious beliefs like is biased here with, you know, I don't think he is resurrected out of his sins. Of no, because you don't yeah, later. exactly. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't and like, do that at all. Yeah, and like and like one, we don't see him on the final barricade exactly. at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's two, why. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And two, no, no. I I think the reason for me is because like for Javert, this is him giving up. This is not. Exactly. This is not him accepting Coming to anything. Peace. Yeah, yeah. That's, this is right. a rejection of yes. of right. all the things he now finds out he thought were true. That's that a really good point. Yeah. He doesn't know what to I do can with see. them, and his only thing that, is that like, that does make more sense. Don't exist. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, that like would have been that would have been an interesting turn for his character. I, that if he had had more. If of a he was raising baptism. the flag with everyone but, else. See, yeah. We, well, that's what we expect. But oh, I didn't expect. I well, expected like, him. But to also, it's kind of the idea of like, do people ever really change their? Beliefs? Exactly. Yeah. Do people ever no, really which, change which their base the fundamental principles? Which is the whole thing. Yeah. That, then, like, Jean Valjean's like, I've changed. And Javert's like, you can't you change. You can't change. Yeah. But, like, he ch- he's changed over time. Also, oh, and, and this is my oh, like, thing. He was and never this is, who Javert thought he was, I guess. I like, partly think, yeah, yes, exactly, Lorenda. Yeah. I, I think a big theme of this movie, or of this story, I should say, is that people really 
don't change. We can learn and we can grow, don't get me wrong, but the fundamental core of who we are doesn't change. Because even when you look at Valjean, Valjean was never a bad person. The loaf of bread he stole was to feed his His starving nieces and nephews. And and he said that those years in prison poisoned him. And like, yes, he was angry and he was traumatized as Mm -hmm. one would be after that treatment. But he eventually comes back to himself. And it's not that he as a person fundamentally changed. It's that that's always who he was. He was just living through this trauma and abuse and horrible, horrible treatment. Right. You know? And I, I, I think, I think, see you yeah, how they want yeah, to see exactly. You. But Javier this, I think this yeah. like Javert's suicide, it's not him redeeming himself. It's him still same in the same mindset. He is punish, punishing himself. Yes. That's what it yes. is. Oh, I agree. That's this is his punishment. Is. I agree. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So it's just like, yeah. So that's why he like will not show up in like heaven at the end. Yes. He's like, he, so yeah. Okay. So that makes more sense now that like talking through this in y'all's perspective, yeah. it's not a baptism mm. because it's not like a rebirth, regeneration. No. It's not, he's no. not cleansed of anything. He is the exact same. And he was like when he said before with the rebels when he was like you know chained up or whatever tied up he was like fuck y'all democracy people's court on you know tv whatever and (laughs) he to his death was fundamentally the same Mm -hmm. but who he is like needs to be punished is me Mm -hmm. because i'm seeing these people as people as people Yeah. yeah Because he never, he never well. learns. Yeah. So, okay. Even though he sees his other oh, side of them, he never I learns respect. I fucking love our podcast, Raven, because <laughs> like the the depth we get into for like oh, yeah. random ass movies is so much fun. No, this is fun. Yeah. This is. I would argue that the second act is like maybe like the most important part of the the musical. I yeah, yeah. I love it. Like you, there's character development in the first act, but this is where they all we kind of who they really are okay yeah so then we go to the next day and then we get into turning, turning. very very much lovely oh. ladies tune with yes. the Parisian yes. women yes. yep yep that ju- they're just like cleaning up the aftermath and the pools of blood in pools the of blood and it's very much like like a solemnness yeah. With lovely ladies, like it was, yeah. like the a, line a, juxtap- someone used to kiss them in cradle when they oh cried. My God. The juxtaposition of the sound, the tune, the melody, and the content. Mm-hmm. It's still that juxtaposition as before. Like we have to do this to survive, but right. this time it's like we survived, but who didn't? Yeah, it's like a reverse. And it's I, a reverse Uno card. And I think, again, if we're looking at the significance of using that same melody and the fact specifically that the song is sung by women. Right. If we're looking at lovely ladies, um, it's it's really about these women who, in many cases, have really just fallen to hard times. And like yeah. there's there is no structure or system for them to be able to support themselves. So they're doing the only yeah. thing that like really that they can. Um, and it's their, the manipulation and denigration of these women at, by, at the hands of these men and at the hands of society. Thank you. Um, but now we see that flipped on its head and it's these presumably more respect, 
quote unquote respectable women, um, but that are su- supposedly. Well, I supposedly. mean, especially how we have seen like like some of like the other women in the first act, like have titled and judged these women. I think it's very yes. interesting. It's the lovely ladies tune, but what makes like lovely ladies in the first act is that these women's like lovely ladies. They're like this is what everyone's calling us, and this is like. Which is regurgitating it. Yeah. They don't say that. They don't have anything like that. It's just the melody. So it's like kind of the theme of that like difference in status that these women are then, you know, expressing. But it's not like we're the poor ones that the society is putting on us. But it's the same song and same like message. It's the same. Yeah. And and here they're they're mourning the men. Yeah, they're mourning. Yeah, but it's still kind of like this. These women again. No, like, no, for you sure. Think about, like, they're the, the ones of, cleaning like, the up. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. And if you think about the fact that behind, that a lot but, of those men were probably their brothers, nephews, nephews uncles, husbands. like, yeah. 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 And it, it, to me, it's very much the omission of saying lovely ladies, like one, because right. they're not sex workers. Yeah. They're just, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you know, they're just like cleaning up the town, whatever. Um, the omission of that shows that I think the very obvious explicit judgment isn't there. The status yeah, no. still is. Yeah. And I just think it's really interesting how like the main lyrics of a song because it's the same melody yeah. is gone. Yeah, I mean the and pictures, how the song has yeah. the, how that song changes in different contexts. Even the pictures, like "Lovely Day," is like super dark and like you know, grimy and all of that. And here it's like bright and there's like a different. But that vibe subtext, that undercurrent, that still societal view, who's like with the muck in the world, yeah, is still there, yeah. and we know that melodically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Power of music. Power of music, man. Indeed. So then, we see Marius is going up to the bar that uh, they all used to meet in. Yeah. And then, the nicest way possible, not to disparage this character, but this song is the epitome of FOMO. <laughs> oh my it God. really is. I, I, I would say it's more like survivor's <laughs> guilt. I mean, but... potato, potato. Same difference. <laughs> Jesus, Lord. Um, yeah, this grad school's um, going better for us, Lorinda. In in my opinion, um, I think this scene is at least the second best, considering I dreamed a dream, if not best perform, like solo performance in this movie. In my opinion, it's my favorite. Solo performance. Poten- potentially solo. Uh, best solo, solo performance. I can, I can agree. Potentially with the exception of I Dreamed a Dream, because I really I can, love that one. I, I Dreamed agree. a Dream, I think, is the best performance. Mm, that's fair. Um, how we explained in detail the previous episode. Go check that mm-hmm. out if you mm-hmm. haven't. Why are you listening to this episode if you didn't listen to part one? Honestly. Why? You, because you want to know what happens. Uh, <laughs> Google it. Don't. <laughs> don't. Listen to us. Download. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> you like to have fun here. Um. I would agree with you, Raven. I and this, like, I as we said, like, good. before in this episode, I, this is the first song that makes me 
connect yeah. with Marius mm-hmm. and sees him as a real person. Yeah. And, and Eddie Redmayne is just so if, incredible. I, I might be wrong, but I think... Never. I think <laughs> I think his performance as Marius, like here, specifically in this scene, but as Marius in this movie in general, is a big part of the reason he got the role of... Um, Newt's commander. Yeah. And oh, I, uh, I, I do know that like J.K. Rowling and the directors and the casting directors and everything <laughs> mentioned that they wanted Eddie Redmayne specifically for Newt's commander. It's and so I think funny. I think it was on the Graham the Norton show that it was like him and some other like, you know, British ginger. And they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, we were like the two that weren't cast as Weasleys. So whatever. <laughs> it's fine now. Of course so we will. So what were we again? Okay, turning is over. <laughs> empty, empty chairs, chairs at, empty, at tables. empty tables. FOMO. Those low notes. I think the bishop did a slightly better job on some of the low notes, but he yeah. he got That's there. The same Eddie, melody, Eddie got right? there. It's the same yeah. melody. It's the same melody as yeah. the bishop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where my friends will meet no more. Let's talk about the power of poetry yes. and songwriting. And the yes. structure of sentences. I mean, songwriting yes. is poetry. I, oh, no, correct. Yes. But yes. it's just like in the subset of poetry. That, that's right. the umbrella term. Yeah, yeah. Be more specific. Yeah. Okay, the sentence. Where my friends will meet no more or where my friends will sing no more. How mm-hmm. important the phrasing and the structure of that sentence and the like... Uh, what would be the grammatical term for no more, that addition to? Do you all know? Like, what do you, oh, like, how, how, what, what how the sen- like, if you were a sophomore year in high school, and you have to be like, this is the subject, this is, like, the object. I would say it's an adverb. The, yeah. Because the, it is describing the when of how something will happen. How powerful, in the English language, that makes no fucking sense. Yeah. How powerful the structure and the emphasis on different words and where you put them mm-hmm. elevates different message. And in this instance, it delays that gut, like you feel the G's on a roller coaster, gut dropping feeling. Yeah. You know what he's going to say. You know they're no longer there. But it's the hopefulness of the beginning of the sentence where my friends will meet. And there's oh. something no there's something that's more. distinctly it says, different. It's like where between, my friends will no longer we'll meet. meet. Yeah, right. Yeah, and there's we something won't that's meet the, here with my friends anymore. anymore. All there's, is like takes away from the punch the jejunum. Right, because uh, there's, uh, no, there's no meeting. Wow, where my really, friends will meet no you more. You really yeah. got anatomically specific there. <laughs> the for for listeners who may not be aware. The jejunum is one of the sections of your small intestine. Did not know that. I think it's important. It's and the I think ilium, it's great the jejunum, and the... Uh, the Santa the Maria. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, my my 10th grade anatomy and physiology teacher would be so disappointed in me. But, um, um, but no, how like, powerful even, is that in like music? Even the imagery of empty chairs at and empty I tables. Know, yeah, it, it's not just like, like... Oh my god. It's just Because it's, it's not even like full chairs at empty tables or empty chairs at full tables. It's not like people are continuing to live their lives. Yeah. Uh, in these, that it's not the people you met or the people that, are, that you know are living their lives, but you're not there. It's yeah. life has stopped for you. Yeah. It is empty in every sense. 
that you have recognition of this memory. Yeah. And this is why I feel sad for Marius again. Oh yeah, this like, is this is the song I was yeah. just like, okay, he's fine. Yeah, like apart from like the This got thing, this like, this got him to indifferent. Uh, this has got him to like, oh, he's a fine person. And right. then another scene later moved it back down to indifference. <laughs> <laughs> because like that this was this was uh, Marius prime for me. <laughs> because at this point he really he still didn't know how he made it out. Alive. Oh yeah, which yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah he was he like, didn't, didn't fucking know. tell him because Jean Valjean doesn't like you tell know him. talking about his business. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. know why he's alive. Exactly. He literally says, "Oh my friends, my friends, forgive me that I live and you are gone." Exactly. He truly doesn't understand doesn't why he survived. And it's so interesting. And like, this is survival survivor's guilt at its peak. I agree. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's such a good song. It's really and good like song. the the range of these notes because. Spoiler, this is the song we'll be playing later. Yes. And I was like fiddling, faddling like, okay, around like with... Fiddle faddling? <laughs> Fiddle. <laughs> faddling with like the instrumentation for this. I didn't know who should have the melody, who shouldn't. I was like, okay, I'll have the melody. Should I, I like, put it on the clarinet? It's too low for the clarinet. I'll put it on the bassoon. It's kind of high for the bassoon, which like a treble clef and a bass clef instrument... And itself, for one of them, you physically can't do it. Yeah. For other one, you have to be very good at it to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think my, like, working with the arrangement and, like, transposing of it just gave me a greater appreciation for Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. This is a, this truly is, when you're looking at the range of this song, this is a difficult song to sing. And oh, he got especially with the, with the just... And I think this is why I compare it to I Dreamed a Dream because the level of emotional intensity I, that yeah. you need to get to to perform that a song. amplitude. Yeah. Yeah, like especially when he gets to the line when he gets to the line, "Oh my friends, my friends, don't ask me what your sacrifice was for." Which like that line always hits me because he was a part of this revolution. Exactly. He knows exactly. Like he knows that like they were all willing to sacrifice their life. They all walked into this knowing like we will die. probably die. Like they know what their death was for. They were they like they were ready for it. But it's so different being on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And then we get to he's like recovering with like Cosette, and we get to a heart full of love reprise, and Cosette's like, "Take it easy, bruh." We were, <laughs> yeah. like it was like I was like I, she was sweet she was she no was she really was sweet. sweet she was like you like you're going to feel what you're feeling yeah but you're not going to do it alone and exactly. this will take time and we will work through this exactly this is like um, the most characterization because that has happened I, okay, I have notes about Cassette later <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like poor girl oh my gosh she got a castle this, on a okay, cloud this is this is, this is I know. This is where I thought more dynamics would be helpful because it's Marius and Cosette having that really sweet me, uh, moment. And then Jean Valjean says, like, she was never mine to keep, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, louder than them. <laughs> yeah. He should have been, like, a whisper. Like, Which Eponine they, they was should, the they first should, time they Honestly, with well, the tangent... Well, always kind of loud, though. No. Even in the Eponine scene. But, like, you know, like there's, like, sounding... Like, you can, like, turn him down. <laughs> uh, because, like, that, if you think about dynamics... I think for what this song is, I think Cosette and Marius should have been like mezzo forte. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think Jean Valjean should have been piano. He's Correct. a 
he's uh like speaking under it his breath and he's not the main focus but it's still informing the entire narrative yeah they were mezzo piano and he was fortissimo and it was <laughs> bad it was bad the song was good why they're together at yeah this but point. it's not historian no 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 no, no. at but this campbell, point it's campbell not his... campbell campbell <laughs> i agree with you but the only thing i can think of that can justify why they did the dynamics this way because again they were Jackman. they were so they were so intentional with everything else i hope they had I, an intention for this and my thing too. is in in the so this is a reprise of a heart full of love and in the original heart full of love Without it was love. it was the same thing because that I and mary singing to each other and eponine was quieter she yeah. was piano in that balance i think that's but, what, honestly here, i think that's why i loved her character Agreed, but here, Cosette and Marius, this is a reunion between them and a restating of those feelings that we've already heard. Right. But this is the first time we're hearing Valjean truly come to terms with, like, yes, like, he's either been working for Cosette's happiness or to save Marius. This is the first time he's able to see them together. And so I think his perspective actually is more critical here because we already know what yeah. Cosette and Marius are feeling. And that, apart from I, I, that I, perspective, okay. apart from okay. that perspective, I also yeah. think, like, he is the reason why. Like, they I mean, are at, he, together. No, but, no, he, the he literally so, saved like, his life. He saved yeah. her life. Like, I it feel makes like sense. there's intention behind why he would I be, just like, think, the main focus. And I agree. Oh, but, but I, I think, think it would have been... been enhanced if he was just, like, breath. <laughs> we'll I see did my that. job. I am, like, this is their story now, which it is. It is their story. They're leaving everything yeah. else now. This is him. He does come later on, yeah. but it's not his story. It's, like, the people's story. He's just, like, Ugh, breath. I am not at the forefront, but that does not mean I don't have influence. See, Just because I... in an orchestra, if there is like, you know, a mezzo forte and a piano, the piano is still necessary. Dynamics Agreed. wise. Agreed. Right. Because it builds what... the foundation. He right. is the foundation. Okay. He doesn't, he doesn't, think... it's like when you have your low brass and low woodwinds and low strings, they don't play at full volume. Because naturally, they don't have to. Narratively, he doesn't have to. He is the See, foundation of this story. What I His think presence actually, just being there will make that happen regardless. What I think would have actually been really interesting yeah, is if they had switched who had which melody. Because I think it would have been cool oh, if Cosette you know and Marius were singing what was originally Eponine's mer melody, oh. and Valjean was singing the "A Heart Full of Love" yeah. melody, and and maybe maybe yeah. the maybe the dynamics were still the way you're saying, Campbell. Yeah. But I think that would have been interesting Raven, to flip it on its head. That would have been so cool to do. That would be that a really good cool musical. That would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it. I oh, should be should a composer, I know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then, Just kidding, I'm bad at it. <laughs> and then, this is the part, I'm just like, Jean Valjean and Marius suck. Because mm -hmm. then, they talk to each other, and... I yeah, I always uh, thought this was kind of fucked up. And Marius so is just like, I was so thanks for giving her to me, and so then pissed. Jean Valjean is like, oh, by the way, I'm leaving, don't tell, tell her, her why, what she's been begging for his story this yeah, entire time. But I'll tell you, stranger, because you own her now. This yep. is my story. And they both decide, it's like, yes, we'll lie to her because she won't understand. <laughs> the person that knows you the best will keep this from her because we know better because she is a woman. I and they, at this point, it. I'm just like, 
indifferent about me. I was like, I don't get, I don't care what happens to Marius now. You like <laughs> empty chairs, empty tables. I was like, this is a great moment for you. But now I'm just like, I don't give the give a fuck what happens to I you agree. for how they treat Cosette. Cosette yeah. is has only been an object to him, exactly to both of them for this entire film. Well, for Jean Valjean, and he says it later while he's yeah. dying. It's just like you're the only reason I became to love myself. You're the tool I used to do this. You're. It's like yes, the and love Cosette is there, is the relationship given, there. Cosette is never given any sort of personhood in this story. I agree. Like no she character. doesn't have any character development. She no is only, she's only the victim. At all. She's only the victim. Yeah. yeah. Like, but she, because the- she grows from a victim to a prop. Yeah. But she is like so central to everyone's story. But she like, is the main character right. in Les Mis. She is the main character. But like That's why has, she's on the playbill. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes. And yes. yeah, we talked about that. And, and it like, pisses me off. She has no voice. She has no decision making. Like I'm like, poor Cosette. It's yeah, so there's something I gotta again, do. The miserables. Like and everyone's then, struggling. This is different. Like she she I, I think like she is struggling with the idea. I like to think that her character is struggling with the idea of the fact that like she doesn't have that voice and we, we did no. see a little bit of her. And like maybe she was trying. not given the opportunity to give her voice because she was if with people that repressed that voice. Yeah. Or someone that's like, we have to hide your voice in mind well, so I, we can yeah. survive. Well, I, I think that. everyone is kind of like, she's this like prize that needs to be protected. And I get it. She went through a lot. Like Fantine, you know, she was the, the left. Years. Yeah, she was left. You know, she was like abused, abused mistreated. Like, you know, like. Not, uh, we just poured another drink. Not cheers for a child to be mistreated, <laughs> but cheers for the support is not alive. Need to make that distinction. Um, oh you know, and she's been through all of this, and I get like Jean Valjean's like, I need to protect her. Like, I want her to have a good life. She's been through so much, but she's been begging to know his story. The she entire feels, time, she I was. Lost. I let me tell you, I was furious. Me too. I was. It's kind of furious. like, and I forget where I first. Fuck I think you, it's from, Hugh Jackman. I think it's from and a movie Marius. or something. Eddie Redmayne. Oh yeah, uh, Marius. I like. I like didn't like him in the first act, so it wasn't hard to bring it back down to that. But um, I like yeah, no, it. I'm disappointed in him. It's kind of like, and I forget what this is from. I think it's from like a movie or something. But the saying, um, "A cage built of love is still a cage." Oh, that's... fuck! <laughs> wow. Like to me, that's that's what happens to Seth's character. Like everyone that's is trying true. to protect her, and everyone yeah. is enamored with her. Joanna. But it's like you're not letting her be herself. You're not letting her just be a person. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everything that happens to her was decided by someone for her. Yeah. And with no consideration for her voice or her choices or, yeah. Like, she kind of, like, was like, Marius is cute. Maybe I like him. I'm in love with him. And then Jean Valjean was like, I'm going to save him and bring him to you. Yeah. It's just like, okay, when you (laughs) saved her and, like, you are a father to her, especially while she's a child, you're responsible for a lot of things of her life. The point I really hated was that he and Marius continued to decide what her life Life was going to be yeah Yeah. as an adult and like a person because it's not like they're like one to shelter her she fucking knows her mom died she has been abused she's been on the run Mm -hmm. with her dad her foster dad for years none of this is just like she knows she has a past like she knows she She directly asks him about it and he's like no you're not ready 
You know, already like, know also, about it. And he, then he tells Mary is a fucking stranger. And he's also like, that, yes, yes, he's yes. He's like, yes, I know, I know Cosette too. Yeah. She would never, she wouldn't believe this yeah. if you told her the oh truth. It's like, no, she knows what's up. Yeah. Just tell her and she'd be like, give her that closure. Yeah. But also, I, well, I would say that. this. What, was don't where, take that away from yeah, Cosette, Marius. Well, I would say that Marius didn't really know. No, that's true. And I feel he, like later on. Because he, he knew her for three days. Mistake. Well, oh, and he also didn't know who Jean Valjean was. Yeah, he but really but after he told he... him, this is who I am, he's like, Cassette couldn't know the truth. Yeah, but he was like... <laughs> that sucks. You could just say I nothing. Know, you couldn't make... He didn't have to make a claim about her. Yeah. I feel like we don't like this scene. Let's move on. Because <laughs> I'm about to throw a punch. Oh my god. To the nearest no, X2 X Men movie. And, like, again, we, so we get. Yeah. We'll we get, get to. Into suddenly reprise. Suddenly Seymour, yes. Oh my gosh. Um, and, like, Cassette's like, this isn't like him. And Mary's yeah. just like, no, this is like what he said and stuff. And, of course, Cassette. It's you like, know, but... I'm just like, no, 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 no. You're telling me how to feel and what I should think. I, which is, you know, happens a lot. Mm-hmm. I've lived with for him for how many years? Men. Correct. And she's just like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she said the thing she said. Maybe. And she's like, this breaks my heart. This isn't like him. It's just like, yes, we technically like move on with the musical, but we know for her emotionally, she is not moving on because she knows what's up. Yeah. Yeah. She knows something. And then we up. get into a fun wedding corral. Ooh. So they're getting married and the Thernadiers are Thernadiers. so smooth. Are they? Again, my no, no. How, house well, how, the, how they get into the oh, coach yeah. that hang out yeah. and they're like, we were in here as well. They um, don't change, and I love it. They don't change, and I love it, but it pisses me off. No mention of their daughter. Yeah. No oh. mention of her. Not the slightest one. Yeah. She's like not they, a part of their lives, no. and she never was. No, actually. She was, she, like, them doting on her was symbolic of them being able to express their wealth and their good status. Yeah. When that went away, she was nothing. That's so true, yeah. Because, yeah, because so in she... the beginning, we saw that she was, like, decked out with all these, like, nice clothes and cute things and blah, blah, Solid blah. bonnet. Toys yeah. and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you would yeah. think, like, they're at a wedding, they'll be like, a daughter. She's never going to get But married. they do, like, Sasha Baron Cohen and Helen Bowen Carter have the best melodies and themes in this. Of course. Like, it's so much fun. It's Master of the House. Master of the House fun. is, like, one It's of really interesting because the song goes from Master of the House in the first act to Beggars at the Feast. But the yes. melody is the same. Yeah. The melody is the same. Master of the House, Beggars at the Feast. And they're basically, so they, like, go to this wedding and Mary sees them, and they're like, you can go fuck, what the fuck are you doing here? And they're like, oh, let's get good with him. Oh, Jean Valjean killed this guy. We saw him, blah, blah. I was like, no, he saved me. I'm realizing for the first time. You have my ring. That's actually my ring. I'm going to punch you in the face, which I think was really good symbolic for Marius being there for Eponine. Mm, Yeah. That Did he know he, that they were that they were her parents? Yes, yeah. he had okay. to have. 
That's um, fair. They were best friends for a long time. Yeah, they it was were. just like, I mean, the context was something different, but it's like, there was this one Adventure Time episode where it's a very tragic story. The Ice King, like, when he was not crazy, raised Marceline the Vampire Queen. And during the show, Marceline dates this, like, wizard who's, like, abusive. And then something happens, and the Ice King gets reversed, like, reverted back to his self. And he's trying to, like, figure out what's happening. And he's in Wizard City, and he sees, like, her ex-boyfriend. And he's just like, oh, I don't have time for this. Get out of the fuck of my way, and punches him in the face. So it's just, like, the father figure or the best friend figure, like, you know, getting, like, revenge or, like, justice for the person abusing the person they cared most about. It's the same kind of thing. Even though yeah. that wasn't the intention, like, thematically, that's what I saw. That's what happened. Yeah. That, yeah. I see that. And so then they're carried out. We're having the beggars at the feast. <laughs> and they're just like, we're fucking cockroaches. <laughs> Y'all, when everyone goes to hell, we'll still fucking we'll be still here. We'll still be And you know here. what? They they're probably right. will be. <laughs> they will. <laughs> and I love that for them. Yeah. They don't change. And I love that. Oh, man. And then during that, like altercation they're like where's because he's like i know where he is like where is he he's like oh he's at the convent after he gets punched in the fucking face and he takes corsette it's like we have to go now forget a wedding we have to go yeah and then which i was glad that he did that because it would have been so fucked if he let her miss the death of her father yeah i'm tired of these men controlling what she's able to do well but this is when marius kind of comes around again Right, he didn't know. Um, I'm not gonna give him props for doing the bare minimum. <laughs> you know, honestly, which is fair. I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Men should not be applauded for doing the most. Yeah. Would you want a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And I think like, we all agree with this because we all date men. Yeah. Uh, we absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I will hold people to higher standards. If you can't get with this, you're lost. I agree. Yeah, no, I take that back. No, that was the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get into, spoiler, <laughs> Valjean's death. <laughs> Did that ruin Which, it for you again? Uh, no, I figured he was going to die from the very beginning of the musical. But oh, yeah. It starts off with his like last thoughts, words, prayers, and it is sweet that his last like communing with God, his pleading is Marius and Cosette. Just let them live yeah. their life. And I love that this is the same melody as bring him home. Yeah. Because the definition of home. And then he home, says bring me home. Yeah. The definition of home changes yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's because for, is, it's, for him, it's his heaven, quote unquote heaven. It's his salvation. Yeah. yeah. It's going back to the idea of like, is it truly once a criminal, always a criminal? And like with Valjean, we see that that's obviously not true. So this is basically him saying like, hey, I know I did all this shit, but like, please, please God, literally please God, like, let me be in heaven. Like, let me be with the ones that I love. Like, I've lived as good a life as I can, you know? Yeah. 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 So when he's like pleading to God about... Marius and Cosette, they like greet him, and we we also see uh, Anne Hathaway Fantine yeah. is saying to him, "It's just like you're almost home. Thank you for like raising my daughter, for being mm-hmm. there for us." And at that point, I was just like, 
Because I was wondering if she would come back in the musical. Because I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Um, so I they really was... got Anne Hathaway for like 20 minutes. I know. <laughs> yeah, you great. raised my child, you will be with God. Um, and it's like very similar to kind of to like Fantine's death. Like how someone's dying talking to yeah. someone. The difference here being Cosette wasn't dead when she was talking to her in the hospital. Fantine's dead here. Yeah. Um, so it's more of a guide than a plea, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, and Mary's just, just like, oh, no, thank you. I know you saved my life. And Jean Valjean has a note to Cosette. And at this point, I'm like, thank fucking God. Yeah. yeah. As a note, like, wrote down, this is who I am. Yeah. This is who I became. I couldn't be this if you weren't in my life. Yeah. Which I was like, if this didn't happen, I would have given this movie like a four out of ten. I would have been <laughs> so pissed. I would have been Because it's like, it's fucked up would... that he never told her. Like, it, 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 it he told Marius first? He had Whatever. his reasons. But like, why would you I... tell Marius? It was like, oh, I trust you with this information, this person I don't know, but you're the person, the, the protector. You're the person I'm that not, should have this information. Yeah, I'm not saying anything. Oh, I know you're right. not. I'm, I'm, I will, I will I'm say, just shouting I will say, I know, no, I know. I will say, you. there is something from the sake of storytelling, like, that is how women were thought of yeah. in this time. Not, life, yeah. not, not condoning it, but just saying, like, Given the given the experiences this character these characters would have had and the beliefs that these characters would have of this time period, this is how women were treated and uh, right. to some extent still are treated. So also here's my question: When he was like, when Jean Valjean told Marius, "I have something I need to do," I thought he was going to turn himself in. Did he just go into hiding because he was scared to be? Because he doesn't know Javert killed himself oh. no but Did i he... think i think this is where he told him he would be i he thought be, i thought he yeah, told him so he would he be at the convent gonna go wait there so, oh yeah, gotcha. yeah. He be at the so yes he is he dying was. but also yes. he's in the place he told him he would be yes okay this yeah. was the place he told him yes. okay gotcha gotcha because yeah. at first he was just like he's just sitting there he's like he could have told marriott and cosette where he'd be no because he thought he was gonna yeah, he he yeah. truly thought he Javert was going to come for him. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't know Javert killed himself. No. Yeah, and then after, does anyone know? Hold up, wait. No, no just... one. Like no one knows. <laughs> after Marius knows like about his life, why didn't he tell him? Yep, I'm going to turn myself in. He was just super ambiguous about it. Um, it didn't make sense. To I, me. No, no. I, I think, think I think the to spare them had. the pain. Because I think he probably okay. assumed that Marius, like... I he wanted to be the Marge's blood. I, I get it. No, yeah. I mean... No, honestly. No, no, no. For the better of their well, freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said that, like, if this happens while I'm with Cosette, this is going to be embarrassment for her. Yeah. Like, she's going to be ashamed. Or, or like, yeah. this is going to be bad for her. So, like, yeah, he, not... he was going to turn himself in and, like, get yeah. okay. arrested. Cool. I was confused. Yeah. So he I think, that's, I think that's where John told... is never has never despite the fact that he is much more than served his time I think Valjean has never attempted to skirt not never attempted to skirt the law because with the whole parole thing blah blah but that was more to me that was more of a ploy to be able to save and raise Cosette I, than yeah. truly just to save himself yeah 
Because yeah. he's just like, give me three days, himself. give me one hour in those two different instances, yeah. then I will come and I'll be arrested and stuff. In the first yeah. one, he learns of Cosetti. He's like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah. But in the second one, he was like, okay, this is where I'll be. I just, I didn't know that was the place he told him. That was yeah. my confusion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with it. You're good. You're good. So, gives the note to Cosette and is just like, rip. <laughs> Let it rip, Beyblades. And he this, did. and then Fantine leads him, like, your chains are broken, you're yeah. free. The bishop was there. The bishop was mm-hmm. there. Yeah. We hear in the background, do you hear the people sing? Oh. And I think it's fun because... Fun's an interesting word for that because True. you hear it in the material plane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know the message is spreading to that. But when he like crosses that threshold, mm-hmm. you know, going to like the gates of heaven and the gates of heaven is a barricade of all the people mm-hmm. that we are lost that are just singing that camaraderie. Mm-hmm. It's like what we have done will inspire. We are free. And at this point, I started crying. I was just like, uh, I know, when I saw like, at, because at first I thought it was like, oh, is this like a flashback? That's weird to do in a movie. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And I saw Eponine and Enrolias, yeah. uh, uh, whatever the fuck you say his Andros. name. Andros. And like Gavroche yeah. and like everyone and Fantine and Jean Valjean. And they're like yeah. singing together and they're like at the gates. Without Shepard. And the, the, the. <laughs> The symbolism of what the gates represent and the freedom and like salvation yeah. all really got to me this morning at 9 a.m. <laughs> I just wanna, cause I, I truly love the way they changed the lyrics for this bit. I, I really just wanna, yeah. like, Please just wanna do. talk through something. Please okay, do. so do you hear sing, the people talk sing like they do? Lost, no. Lost, no, do it. Valley. You have to. No, you do it. I'll interrupt you I'm if you not, don't. No, no, it. it could be any tone. You have to. You have to. I will make a scene. <laughs> You've sang to me drunkenly before on this podcast. I don't like doing it. Yeah, no, do it now. Take it. Take a good swell of wine straight from the bottle and then do it. Okay, well, I, the bottle is emptied into my glass now. So. Hell yeah, girl. Well, well, cheers for it. Cheers. Cheers. Do you hear the people sing Lost in the valley of the night? It is the music of a people who are climbing to the light. For the wretched of the earth, there is a flame that never dies. Even the darkest night will end and the sun will rise. Okay, that was probably too much for copyright, but like Lauren and I got to hear it, so <laughs> this might be edited now. Anyway, so it goes on. The lyrics um, are, you can just they, speak it now. They will live again in freedom in the garden of the Lord. We will walk behind the plowshare. We will put away the sword. The chain will be broken and all the men will have their reward. Not just the righteous, but all the men will have their reward. Will you join in our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Somewhere beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? And when they sang this all together at the very end, and like the expressions on their face and like the lyrics, I did start crying. I was just like, yeah. oh, fuck. So because, are these lyrics different from yeah. when they sang? Yeah, so these are different. Oh, so before I it was, do you like hear the, the people sing, singing the song of angry men? Yeah. It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of the drums echoes the beating of your heart, there is a life about to start when tomorrow, or no, there is a, 
something i forget the words yeah. i'm drunk um, but but no, here no. so so originally the original lyrics of the song were very revolutionary they were very rebellious it right. was very much like we are angry men who are rising up to stop the oppression and right. now it's not not that but it's much less about the rage and the fight and much more about the bringing people up in hope yeah. you know and bringing people and up in that was love. the point when i like understand what was happening going on my body was just like <laughs> it was like it was so fucking annoying because like there was a lot of i mean this musical is the miserables if you didn't know lorinda and it was <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> and I, like there was a lot of sad parts there's a lot of deaths i was really upset yeah. about but this was the part is like in spite of all of that, it's just like still being hopeful. There's it's so like, much hope. Talking about. It, yeah. it broke me, and then yeah. I got really good pastries at this farm yeah. this morning. <laughs> I think this is why I keep watching this show, like it's, all this movie. It was literally for this one moment. I was just like, this yeah. brought everything yeah. together. To it me. gets you. It really, it really gets does. you. And like fun fact. The song has been used in several protests, like all around. Oh, I did not know that. All around. The yeah, world. so like you know, in 2011, I think Wisconsin used it in like a 15-day stop. I remember that from a fourth-grade chorus concert. No, fifth grade. We did that song, like "Dancing in the Street," but we also did "We Are the World," like as a grade. It was incredible. And See, sorry, I've been drinking. Yeah. No, can I have my moment? Everything you do is <laughs> valued despite my ADHD brain and my lack of self-control. I'm working on myself and I will be better for you, Lorinda. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I thought it was like, I took a lot of time. Like this song, I didn't, I didn't realize like this is why I really like this. Like it's like the the like emotion behind it you know the camaraderie and everything and it's such a simple melody it really is it's a song that like you could teach anyone drunk in a bar yeah. and everyone would be able to sing it it's like 1985 bowling for soup it. it's it's just like everyone can sing it everyone can take part and be part of something with this song yeah. bringing everyone, everyone it's together it's part of it and it kind of like rises like you know like the melody just like keeps rising and then there's like mm -hmm. the harmonies and it comes together but anyways like yeah it's me using like, a lot of protests i didn't know this till like this time around watching it i like looked it up and like wisconsin they, there was like this 15 day like protest for like i forget what it was for because my phone died uh, but they like sang this song and hong kong recently um in like 2016 or something like used it again in protest so it's like very well known as like the revolutionary yeah. song um, yeah. and it, what Campbell was saying it's like a simple melody everyone can sing it and it doesn't require instruments no no one exactly love it theme so music um, was done by Claude Michel Schoenberg I think yeah. it's Shun because the O With has the umla an umlaut yeah. above it. Yeah, so um, it wouldn't so be any Schoenberg. Right? Yeah, it would not be Schoenberg, I don't believe. So anyone who... Uh, it is S-C-H... 
O with an umlaut in B-E-R-G. Um, anyway, so he is a French record producer, actor, singer, songwriter, and musical theater composer. Um, super talented. So he began as a singer and composer, or singer and producer, my bad. Um, and he actually wrote most of the music for France's like first rock opera, which was Ooh. the French Revolution. He so he started working on musicals back in 1978, um, and that was when he and Bublil, who was the who wrote the book for this musical, um, came up with the idea. And I, I feel like I've said that a lot. For anyone who doesn't know a lot about musicals, the book is like <laughs> yeah, the story. Talk, like it's like it's like that. it's like the actual cast and like the general like progression, like everything that's happening on stage. And then like the person who like sometimes the book and the music are like all written by the same person it's all one thing but they can be separated so like bublil wrote the book and uh schoenberg wrote like the actual music and oh. stuff like that yeah i didn't know that yeah so the more you know um so they came up with the idea for the lay miss like stage musical together um and it was the broadway production of it was nominated for 12 tonys and won eight of them um and it was the third longest running broadway musical following cats and phantom of the opera um and schoenberg also wrote he also wrote the pirate queen miss saigon which um made leah salonga like famous and marguerite so very accomplished, very accomplished guy, um, and and he and Bublil uh, did did a lot of work together. So I think I think it's really cool that they not only did the original like French stage musical together, but also um, were a part of this project as well because I think that did help a lot of it like really be brought to life. You know? I agree. Yeah. I've not read the book, but I like, same. Nor do I. Well, we should. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I want to. So at this point. Uh, Raven and I will be serenading for Lorinda, empty chairs at empty tables. I'm about to cry, listeners. Raven yeah, okay. on the violin and myself on the bassoon. So, burp. Hey everyone, in addition to our other nonprofit partners, I would like to do a quick plug for the Dodario Foundation. The Dodario Foundation is a nonprofit grant making organization that provides monetary and product support to high quality music instruction programs on the front line to improve access to music education. And every single cent raised goes directly to getting kids involved in community music programs, acquiring and maintaining instruments, providing college scholarships, and supporting new innovations in music education across 41 U.S. states and 180 cities. They accept monetary donations, of course, but also instruments. So if you have an old instrument that you no longer use, please consider donating it to the Dodario Foundation, where they can get it into the hands of a student in need. However you're able to contribute, you can go to dodariofoundation.org slash about slash donate. That is Dodario Foundation, D-A-D-D-A-R-I-O, foundation.org slash about slash donate. Now please enjoy the sultry sounds of me and Campbell destroying music. Crush it. Are you guys done? Yeah. I did, I did pretty well. You, that I'm, was, you both did great. I'm I'm not in tune. No, no. Oh, oh I was going to say... My Jesus shark. For, for, oh, yeah, yeah. for me, your sound is mean, cutting yeah, in yeah. and out. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like you went yeah, yeah, on I know. the melody. Yeah, I was, I was playing the notes. But... 
where they should be yeah, played, yeah. but the notes shouldn't sound exactly like yeah. that. But it was fine. But I'm drunk, so it's fine. No, it was Because good. the thing about double reed instruments, like, I'll play an F. That's in tune. But if I'm just like... Oh, I see. It's all... If my mouth isn't, like, exactly that, it's out of tune. Yeah. Crazy. Like, the bassoon is what I... Th I honestly think it's one of the hardest instruments to play. That's why no one plays it, and it I love it so good, much. Though. I think that was pretty good. Um, I, I my intonation could have been a lot better. And you were two measures behind, but that's fine. I was. Yeah. See, I guess I was focusing so much on not rushing that I was probably going too slow. This is gonna okay now with this key change it's gonna be hard because I'm no longer in the key of C. Yeah. I think we should start 51, 52. Wait. I think we should start at 53 and go to the end. No, wait. I mm. You're in trouble clef. Is that what you're starting yes. with? I was playing in bass clef. Right. Which normally, that's funny, because normally my mess up is that I play treble clef on the cello. I don't think I've ever accidentally played bass clef on the it's violin, but I It's because treble clef, did. you're the second in the music, because I have the melody, so I just like naturally put myself yeah, first. Yeah, so that's, because that is an E in treble clef. I've been playing G sharp, because F sharp, C sharp, G sharp, D sharp, but that's an E. Okay, you so now know what it is. Let's start at uh, 51, 52, 50. well, let's, we're going to start at 54 and go to the end. 54 to the end? Yep. Okay. One, two, one, two, three, four. I think my ending note was more of a D sharp than an E. Yeah, but that's fine though. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. I enjoyed y'all playing for me again good lorenda what did we play last time uh clouds city clouds. of clouds yeah oh castle, castle in the cloud yeah castle in the clouds castle in the clouds da 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 it's funny because that's master of the house and those are the people abusing her lorenda <laughs> how would you rate this Wait, musical you know, scale of I one to ten that was the actual <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the power of one baby <laughs> Linda, um, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate this musical? I mean, I picked this musical. Correct. And I really like I've it. I've picked many a musical, and I've given them, like, a 3, so <laughs> that, that means nothing. I know. I really like it, because, like, apart from, like, we've talked about a lot, I feel like the life sucks in general. But there's, like, a lot of, like, hopeful times, and, like, yeah. like the ending, yeah. I always cry Oh, that got, I didn't Which expect is, that to get me because yeah. like a lot of people died and I was like sad about sad. their deaths, but it's when the hope is brought exactly. back. I'm just like, yeah, fuck man. Yeah. That's, it just got me. And I feel like that's why I really like this. Like music. like I've watched it so many times. I can't like, I always go back to it for some reason. Yeah. Um, so, and like, I think the actors do a great job. Like knowing that they like. You know, it's life singing. Like we all know, we're all musically like inclined. We know how hard it is, and like to act and sing at the same time, like that's hard. 
but they do such a great job at it. And yeah. all of that, you know, taken into account, I would rate this like a 9 out of 10. Like, I won't give it a 10 out of 10 because I don't want to, you know, struggle to find a 10 out of 10 or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I really like this musical. And what I about you, Raven? a 9 Raven. out of 10. Yeah. yeah. I think... I feel like I give this movie like a seven or an eight out of ten. So I'll say I'll say a seven and a half. A seven and a half out of ten. Yeah. I would give it a seven out of ten. I was deciding between seven and eight, and I don't like giving half scores. Um, for I some think this reason. is the first time I've given a half score. Uh, you've had before. Um, oh, and okay. well, I, so I think I'd give it a seven. Um, and for like all of those reasons, like it's a, it's an incredible piece yeah. of art. Yeah. And yeah. I think, uh, you know, the film version doesn't give it the best justice. Maybe if we saw, like, a stage production, I'd give I it, agree. like, an 8, maybe a 9. I agree, yeah. I agree. But for the piece of art and media we consumed, i give it a 7. Yeah. But with that, Lorinda, mm-hmm. did you have fun these two weeks? I had a lot of fun. Good. Because um, you will be back. <laughs> You're both amazing. Correct. And um, it's... Yeah, it's just fun to talk about like something we I feel like we all really enjoy. It's fun to talk about non-STEM things. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, guys. Good. Do you have anything you'd like to promote? Nothing I can think of. Really? Because I I I made you talk about your kitchen Instagram last time, and again (laughs) this time you forgot about it. So please, Lorinda, say what your cooking Instagram is, please. Jesus. My cooking Instagram. It's good. Yeah, cool. I love cooking. I think I, I don't know. It's something that I. You're so good at it. I love to share with friends and family, and I think like I like that intimacy of cooking for me. And like I only started an Instagram account, honestly, like kind of like a scrapbook for me, so I can like keep track of things I make. Because I'm bad at like writing down recipes or like keeping track of things that I've liked, and I always go back and be like. Oh, I made that a while ago, and I really liked it. I should make it again. And everyone should benefit from that. <laughs> so but we'll yeah. include the link, the, the her Instagram handle Absolutely. in the description. Yeah. But Raven, question for you. <laughs> you know what? Out of left field, where can you find us? <laughs> <laughs> totally out of left field. Never saw it coming. Yeah. Um, and Campbell, you can find us anywhere that you may choose to listen to podcasts as an individual on this earth walking in your particular meat suit. This is a um, wild thing to do. This is <laughs> super here for it. Continue. You, we have had wine. Um, you can do <laughs> iTunes. You can do Apple Podcasts. You can do Google Podcasts. You can do Pandora. You can do iHeartRadio. You can do Stitcher. And of course, you can do Podbean. Notice how I didn't say Spotify this time because I feel like it goes without saying at this point. Um, even though I still technically said it there at the end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't count. It doesn't count. This guy, um, and then a lot of the platforms, especially the Apple ones, uh, you can rate and comment or whatever. Um, so we ask that you do do that, especially like, like and subscribe. <laughs> you said do do. Um, shut the fuck up! I knew as soon as I said it that you were gonna point it out. Um, uh, master the of the house. Do that, da, 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 da. <laughs> Thanks, Florida. Guys, I'm talking. Excuse you. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> 
Um, of course, we hope that if you rate us, you rate us well. Um, if you, for some reason, think that you can't rate us well, then we hope that you email us at boozicals at gmail.com or oh, don't rate DM us all. and or follow us <laughs> on Instagram at boozicals and let us know what you think. Uh, if you have suggestions, if you have like musicals that you want us to do, if you have comments or just questions, like let us know. Um, and we are more than happy to respond to those. So, uh, yeah. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. No, no, let us know. Like, like, no, please no. tell us all of Lauren your is, deep, Lauren dark is a guest. Pictures. She's not a co-host on the podcast. <laughs> if there's things that we should like address and do, tell us about it, and we'll 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 talk about them. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>